0: This is an emergency broadcast from Radio Free Istvan. All Imperial forces stay away from Istvan 5, a force flooding in of a massacre on the Black Sands. Horus has revealed his hand and gathered yet more traitorous Primarchs to his side. Ferris Manus is dead. Bolton and Korax are missing. Stay safe, brothers, and stay away from the Istvan system. The Emperor protects.
1: I need a new-
2: What's going on, Radio Freest Van listeners, and welcome to episode 111 of the Radio Freeest Van podcast, a Horace heresy 30K podcast. My name is Michael. I got my co-host Derek here. Go say what's going on, Derek.
3: What's up, everybody? Thank you for joining us.
2: We also got powerful Scott. Go say what's going on, Scott. What up? And powerful Ryan Kimmel. Go say what's going on, Ryan. Tickle, 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 tickle. Uh, for, those, anyway. for those of you who cannot see, uh, Ryan is tickling the anatomically correct version of a robot bull's penis. Uh, it is a resin rope. Bo- oh, I'm sorry, I, ball sack.
4: I'm not. I, I don't. Hey,
5: hey, just as balls, man. That's not- <laughs> yeah, I'm not, not over here trying to get fucking five bucks out of the guy. <laughs> hey, yeah, know. yeah. I'm I've just getting a free ride to fucking Springfield from it. I'm just, <laughs>
4: yeah, I'm not that way, bro. It's just his balls.
2: <laughs> oh, my bad. All right.
3: Well, mechanical ball sack on a mechanical bull
2: from the Dark Age line. Powerful Brian Steele obviously knows what he's doing in writing rules for that mechanical penis. I'm sure. So.
3: A lot of research went into
4: uh, that.
2: <laughs> a lot of balance went into those rules.
3: <laughs>
2: Hopefully, you're play testing. Those I rules do think right this is
4: arguably the best model in the game currently. So,
2: well, it better be that, that uh that schlong would break a bed if we were. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's going on, guys? Welcome. Uh, sorry for not dropping an episode this previous week. I think it's the first time we've ever done that. Uh, I had a member of my family die <laughs> and so uh why are you right laughing on, about that sicko <laughs> i mean like what can i say like he was ready to go man there's like not much to it like it was just one of those like there's a lot of responsibility involved in his him leaving this earth and uh it's just kind I of thrust be honest,
5: on us. i've been saying the same thing about jim for a while man i think it's time <laughs> to go I mean, he doesn't know that, but he may not be ready. But hey, you leave Jim alone.
4: He's my hobby <laughs> hero. It's okay, Jim. You're not that old. Well,
5: we'll let Scott kill you, Jim. <laughs> but
3: if you're
2: we'll
4: ready, we'll let
5: Scott euthanize you. you. <laughs>
3: Whenever you're ready, just Scott.
4: Scott he just, just got both. His, he just got both his eyes fixed. It'd be such a waste.
5: So
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he could he could paint for Ryan. You imagine what he could do with them got eyes?
5: Got those new peepers, man. He's got those new dick gazers.
2: Yeah,
4: he. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. He didn't come to game night this weekend. I think because of his eye Stop. or whatever. But we'll see him next
1: time.
2: Maybe. Oh. Poor Jim. Maybe <laughs> Quit being mean. He
1: just happened. We, we love here. you,
2: Jim. But when you're ready to go, <laughs> Scott's got you. Yeah, I got you, bro. <laughs> so yeah, episode 111, this is the long-anticipated, like, us just having a normal episode episode. There's not going to be any FAQ talk, there's not going to be any, well there might be a little bit of FAQ talk, there's not going to be any Legion or anything like that, it's going to be us getting back to our roots, talking about our hobby progress, then we're going to talk about your emails you sent in, we've got a b- event specifically called Betrayer that we have to shout out for Powerful Shane, and then... Last but not least, we'll go over a couple lists here. Solid. So, who wants to kick off this uh, hobby progress portion of the podcast? Who wants to take that over? Here's Scott airbrushing over there. Fake flame. Sorry.
5: I'll fucking shut that shit off. There we go. <laughs>
2: no, you're progressing in your hobby, man. That's so what we appreciate My progress,
5: My hobby progress, I am, as far as my personal shit goes, I'm done. Like since we've recorded the last episode, I've finished every bit of my 30k stuff and painted a full tech. So I'm currently, however, what I'm is Jamie trying to keep this thing a secret. Does he give a shit? Talk about it. No man, no, of course not. Thanks. Okay, cool. Well, if he does, the fucking cat's about to be out of the bag, son. Um, so I'm painting a Warhound Lucius pattern. I Found out Warhound Titan for uh toys for tots charity auction so that's going to be going up for uh powerful jamie big bad bull and uh alabama is putting that thing up on ebay to help raise some money for the toys for tots charity you know christmas is fucking what six months away so it's it'll be here before you know it it's the best time of year and I'm trying to pass that goodness on to some little kids so i am gonna paint this <laughs> thing up what's up
2: so just a couple of corrections real quick. So I'm pretty sure okay. that although it is going to be for the Toys for Tots, which does happen for Christmas, I don't think this one's going on eBay. This is going to be for the raffle for Heresy Camp.
5: We're going to have raffle okay. tickets at Good. Heresy Camp. And so, Good yeah. thing I'm informed about what the fuck's going on. I'm all the <laughs> one putting together and right. He's
3: got the important bits. He's, he's painting a warhound for the children. He's painting a warhound for the children. So
5: they can have a good Christmas. Yeah, Try to <laughs> die to the kids here, okay? Don't shit <laughs> on me just yet. Wait till it's done. Then shit on me afterwards.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, Scott's over there. What you're practicing on your realistic flames right now?
5: Yeah, man. I fucking I'm, I've learned how to freehand airbrush flames from a Russian tutorial on Facebook. So they they look shockingly good, regardless of how shady that explanation is. <laughs> and um I'm gonna <laughs> It's the Titans, Elysio Audax Titans. So the Ember Wolves. It's um, it's the Legion mentioned in Betrayer with the fucking harping guns, the Ursus claws that drag that war, war warlord down and fuck. No, is that not right.
4: No, that's right. Cut. Okay, that's I'm not a. Yeah, go ahead. Whatever.
5: Ryan. Yeah. Ryan so so I'm love. fucking. Right. Cool. So I am uh practicing because the the like paint scheme is red flames and then um like stripes like as stripes but in red and black instead of red yellow that's what i'm going to do for it paint all of the guts and all that good stuff so and then pass it off to mr kimmel for his awesome road trip down to heresy camp so i ended up i have school those two corresponding weeks and also my internship so what i did was my brother was fortunate enough; he had some flyer miles, and I'm going to fly down that Friday to Corpus Christi, and then you can pick me up there, Port Blanco, and I will be there for the entire weekend and leave the following Monday. So, yeah, I'm super excited to pick you up
2: in Corpus pick Christi. You. Have you looked up the know, statistics for Corpus Christi? Because that's that's what you do, right? You learn. But I haven't about the yet.
5: Top. I do know there's burger somewhere nearby, right?
2: Oh yeah, there's Waterbury there's the probably about it's six a that will pass man, on the way.
5: God fucking help anyone who tries to get in between me and that. So, <laughs> have I'm you a, had it before? Yeah, it's good, man. I'm a yeah. big fan, actually. It's a lot more filling too. Those burgers are those are Texas burgers, son. I'm play around I, there. We're not living past 65 in this state, okay? <laughs>
2: <laughs> there's four actually. There's Waterburger Stadium inside of of Corpus Christi as well. Whataburger Stadiums okay. there. We'll pass that. That's one. There's two on the way out, and there's one in Rockport that we'll have to pass. So there's like five Rockports in between. And then on top of that, the mess hall is the Rockport mess hall in Camp Aaron Zanzu. So is a Whataburger mess hall. So, yeah. Nice. It's going to be a lot of Whataburger nice, going man. on. I'm looking up crime statistics right now for you. <laughs> Uh, let's see what we got here.
5: I feel like it's pretty safe. College kids like go there to bang each other during spring break and stuff, so you know it can't be too dangerous.
2: (laughs) The colors on this map say otherwise. (laughs) Oh
5: well. well. Oh my.
2: See how it says the dark blue means safe and the white means not safe? That water is pretty safe, but everything else. (laughs) Woo-hoo. Let me just go ahead and just bring that. in. Yeah, it's not it's not a it's not covered in blue, but it's definitely not a not
5: white. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we'll be all right. I got a big old there, truck. Corpus I...
5: Christi is not a great place. Got it. All right. <laughs> oh, dude. so?
2: This website's called Area Vibes. Uh, so here's the thing. In livability terms, they give it about a 75. Cost of living B minus. Education A. I nice. mean, Texas education. What can we say? Housing D, amenities A plus, employment B minus, weather A minus, crime
5: F. <laughs> Just got a straight F. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, no ab- ambiguity there. Just a uh, fucking. It up.
2: So, uh, out of a hundred thousand people every year, seven point three people will die from a murder. Uh, Seventy nine people will be raped. Uh, 129 people will be robbed Uh, 494 will be assaulted 700 will be burglarized and 200 will have their car stolen
1: um, yeah there you
5: Shit. go and one will get drunk and eat water burger meat that's out of
4: 100,000 <laughs> people though yeah I'll take the 7 out of 100,000 odds that I'm murdered. Yes, I'm good. I live I live in a city
5: it. where 1 in every 10,000 people will be murdered a year, so <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm I yeah, it. and the only reason
4: it's not higher is because you fucker, send it over to Jeffersonville, Indiana. It bleeds over. And then we take on the statistics, even though it's not our problem. Anybody who watches fucking Live PD knows that. Where are you from? Louisville. Where are you from? Louisville. Where are you from? Louisville. Every fucking person they ask that they're from Powell. Where are you from? Louisville.
5: <laughs> what city is that in? Louisville? Okay. Yeah. Six-five.
4: Nobody actually lives in Jeffersonville. It's just uh, all the... Fucking flow over crime from Louisville is all of Jeffersonville, apparently. <laughs>
1: there you is, go.
2: So just stay away from Robstown, man. <laughs> Robstown is rape city. <laughs> like look at that. That's orange. Like yellow is just a lot of rapes. Orange is a lot of rapes. And in... oh my god. But Portland, Portland's safe. You're only one in two hundred two hundred and hundred thousand, I guess. Look how clean airport is. In Louisville? Oh, no, this is this is Corpus.
5: I was about to say, what false metric is this? I was like, that's the worst neighborhood in the city, man. It's a fucking death trap. It's like the opening scene of RoboCop 2 every day there.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: it ain't news if it happens every day. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: oh, shit.
3: So,
2: yeah, excited to have you down, man. Very excited to have you down. I knew I saw that your brother your brother was like messaging me back and forth about, you know, how where he's gonna stay and all that and I was like, surely Scott is not gonna not come down when his brother's coming.
5: Like Yo, get ready to see his fucking he has a Mechanicum army and he has the biggest fucking display board I've ever seen. It's a Titan Manufactorum, And it has a Reaver like being assembled by fucking little mechanicum computers. On you. It. it is fucking nuts. It spits out smoke, like makes espresso in the back. I don't know. It does all kinds of cool stuff. So.
2: <laughs> like it whenever you walk up to it, you put a penny in and it spits you out a penny that's smashed with the <laughs> Mechanicum logo <laughs> it on it and your name. Whoa. <laughs> it just says thank you it's for so viewing. It's so weird
4: to me that he's into forty K, man, with I mean like he likes painted know, shit man. and he likes hobby stuff, but he plays for
5: it doesn't I'm make with any you. I'm fucking with you, believe me. This is a battle I've been fighting for a many, many, many years. But... Does
2: he hate? Does he hate cheating, or is he pro cheating?
5: Yes,
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's anti-cheating.
5: <laughs> oh, oh,
2: okay, no. okay. That seems to be a hot button topic right now. <laughs>
4: yeah, that, oh, no. that apparently <laughs>
5: is a thing. You know?
2: It's
4: just so funny because all the like call-out videos of so and so was cheating is this then the other person that they call out just replies. Talking about the person that called them out cheated, and then they'll call out like
6: their teammates cheating, cheated. and goes.
4: And then if you like, if you actually go look all this up and trace it, they've all cheated. Like all of them that have podcasts, all of them that are like have won all these big events, they've all been che- they've all cheated or had illegal lists or had loaded dice, which is really cheating. Um, or, you know, whatever. So it's almost like
5: this game wasn't meant to be played competitively or something weird. (laughs) I mean, if you,
4: if you look, has there been a major, like a real big time major 40k event that's not had like
2: tons of drama and controversy this year? Not this year, not now, not now that everybody's on camera, (laughs) like it's, it all comes out in the wash, like, and then like, it's. You know, and like it's the, it's it's kind of okay to call people out nowadays on the internet because people have gotten called out. So, like, even if they're like, hey, I just rewrote your list six weeks later and you were 10 points over. And it's like, ah, the app got me. <laughs> That's what just happened to uh, Powerful Rob and his Age of Sigmar <laughs> list. <laughs> it's like 10 points over. It's like, oh, I, I, I didn't use yeah. I used the and, app. But here's but the thing on that.
4: Here, here's the thing on that. They were the podcast that called these other guys out for the exact same thing in 40k, and they run like three podcasts and run a bunch of articles on it. But yet, their group won the Age of Sigmar event with a doing the same thing.
2: yep, yep, yep. It was ten points I'm over because of an I app mean,
4: That's and... just hey, hey. I, that's just it. I'm not saying it was on intentional. I'm not saying I'm not defending anyone. I'm just saying those are facts. It's it yeah, is man. what it
2: is. It's like nobody can cast stones right now, like because, because everybody will get called the fuck. Out. Like I don't like I I I have never had. And wasn't any it intention? Wasn't of it the cheating. guy? And like I would I don't feel comfortable right now doing any major event. I don't think I'm qualified <laughs> to have a list that is like been triple checked and it's like.
4: Well, see, mm. here's the thing: in 30k, if like somebody's list was five points over, or if they like got to the end and they were like, "Oh fuck," but my old list had Mastercrafted on my Paragon Blade and this one doesn't or whatever, your opponents would be like, eh, whatever. Like, no one's going to give shit. Because it's not like winning gives you some type of monetary reward or prizes. Unlimited
5: power! Yeah, no one cares. It's like,
4: oh cool, I won all my games. All right.
5: All those kids in middle school were wrong. I am a fucking winner. Damn it! Yeah. <laughs> uh,
4: it's just so weird. It's not weird useless. how different. It's so different.
5: Take that ex-wife. You maybe have the kids, but I want today. God damn it. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Oh, man. I paid
4: a $50 entry fee, a $300 hotel room, a $400 flight to win $100 in plastic
2: Games Workshop kits for winning first place. That's the truth. (laughs) That's the truth. So that I can get my sweet, sweet trophy that I could show all my friends whenever I get home. That it was all
3: worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll oh. show all my coworkers this bad boy.
2: <laughs> when I put this on top of my desk, my boss is gonna know that I deserve the promotion. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're the winner, huh? You won the ATC. So I, uh, I heard you cheated. <laughs> fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> You're fired. Anyway. Cool beans. Who was next on hobby progress? <laughs> <laughs> Me. What's going on, Ryan? What'd you do?
4: So I uh, I finished up a bunch of Battletech uh, crap and then got it all done and then started
2: working on terrain for Heresy Camp. Ooh, super exciting. You got your hobby desk back for a couple of days there. I saw that. The old desk that we know and love. Yep. For one day. no.
4: <laughs> but and all my shit's still there because work screwed me over because they they come in at on thursday and i'm keep in mind i work eight to four is my normal shift so in the middle of the day on thursday with like four hours left in the work day they're like um we're gonna need you back in here tomorrow at 2 p.m instead of your start time of eight so you're gonna get good sleep tonight but you're going to have to like stay up real late so that you don't get up too early. Then we're going to have you come in at 2 p.m. and work until 6 a.m. on Saturday morning. <laughs> and then uh, you need to come back in at 6 p.m. Saturday night. Oh. So I'm like, oh. okay. So I got home. I get off at 6 a.m., come home, uh, eat a sandwich real quick because I'm fucking starving, Uh, take a sleeping pill because my nights and days are totally fucked because of all this bullshit, go to sleep, sleep till, like, 3, get up, take a shower, whatever. At 4 o'clock, one hour, before I leave to go to work at 6, they call me and say, hey, we don't need you to come
2: in tonight. Oh. You're like, what am I supposed to do with all this sleep I just had?
1: Exactly.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Prepare for fucking... Jackathon 2018. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go and drink a bunch of pineapple juice to prepare myself. Okay. Doing the it's doing the Valerie Silva wrist roll, getting ready.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just stretch. Make sure you stretch. That's the only thing. Yeah.
3: <laughs> There's an old laptop booting up in the background. <laughs> Old trusty, <laughs> you know what this
2: is. Oh. What well, sucks? Good on the hobby progress, but sucks on the work screwing you over thing.
4: Yeah. Yep. So, but what? So, I took all my crap in uh, Friday so I'd have something to do like working because I'd be there so long overnight, I knew it wouldn't be super busy. I figured it'd be the same thing on Saturday. And then I was supposed to work on Sunday too. So I thought, well I'll get three good days of hobby shit. So I'd like drug all this shit in there, got all this stuff set up, like disassembled everything at home, relocated it, and then got a day out of it. And now it's at work and I can't uh. do anything here, even though I was home all day. <laughs> Son so. of a bitch. <laughs> Super handy. I didn't they get quite you. a bit done. I got a big ruin piece done, and then I got all the uh, spray painting done which people are like oh it's so easy to spray paint and it's like well you didn't see the amount of things i spray painted because i like got several because i don't i do a lot of things with uh, spray paint on terrain instead of airbrushing like several layers oh, yeah. like instead oh, of yeah. doing like you know how i do my blood angels with like the three layers of red yeah. instead of doing that with an airbrush when i do terrain if i'm doing the same thing it would be done with rattle cans All something day. similar so So, I did these uh, generators and shit. I did them in different layers of green. And then I did some of those little uh, shit shacks that I have, the shit shack village. I had like (laughs) three or four extra buildings in the fence area. And uh, I do those like a rust color and then hit them with silver, like from the top down and make it sputter on purpose, like where you don't want it, like where it does the dusting thing that you normally don't want. But I do that on purpose. And it looks like is rusting from the ground
5: up. Like where it's
4: sitting, it looks pretty cool. Then you Kinda paint it
5: like Gary Indiana a little bit.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Intentional
5: yeah. orange peel. I believe is the. A...
4: so I had to do all that. That actually took quite a bit of time. So now all that's done. So now I'm basically down to brush work on all that <laughs> stuff. Um, I also ordered a bunch of mats from deep cup studios who's sponsoring us for heresy camp. Um, I ordered some mats for Heresy Camp because I'm replacing that. Not repl- like It's here. I'm not getting rid of it, but I'm not bringing it anywhere ever again because it's awful to transport that Isvan <laughs> table that I built.
2: Yes, yes.
4: So because it's a giant 6 by 8 table, I needed another 6 by 8 table, so I'm doing a big airfield. So I needed two mats to represent the ground on the airfield. So I got, like, these Badlands mats. And then I'm going to paint all the hangars and jets and runway and fucking control tower and uh, repair bay and fucking uh, little trolley thing and shipping containers. And there'll be, like I said, a bunch of aircraft everywhere. It should be pretty fucking cool.
2: Good lord. That sounds fantastic. It's going to be beautiful.
4: So... That's my main goal. That's that's really the only thing I have to get done for Heresy Camp is that airfield board, um, which won't be a problem. But I'm trying to get some. The other shit that I'm working on, like that ruin that you guys seen, and these generators or things, it's just extra terrain that's been sitting on this fucking uh, shelf behind me that I've just stared at for like three years. Like that building, that ruined building thing that I like slapped together and painted. It's been back there for three years, and I'm finally getting to the end of the terrain that I've had in my basement, like where it all be done. So I'm hoping this last, I just want to get it all finished. Just be like, this is done.
2: So that's, nice. that's awesome. That's a, uh, our, our uh, local shop is also doing the same thing. They're having terrain painting days where people just go in there and just paint a bunch of terrain. They're just trying to get everything done. So like, it's a good feeling because everybody plays with unpainted terrain. which just how it works. Yep. We Not don't all finish. I oh. mean you
4: you saw my you saw my personal terrain collection at Depticon and that wasn't all of it. I still had I left about three or four tables at home.
2: <laughs> oh god, yeah. Yeah. I've seen your I've seen your your terrain collection in person at your house. And I don't actually remember seeing these buildings that were shame on a shame wall or something like that. Shame that show. were unpainted. Yeah,
4: this whole shelf is like terrain meant to be done, so but I finished that uh, little complex thing. You saw? Did did you see the pictures of it? Is it like the six pieces? Yeah, there's the like thing. old Zeradice terrain that was sold in six individual pieces. But I pinned it all together. I drilled into the fucking side and pinned them all together and made one big building out of it. Then painted it all up. Painted the floor in it. It has like a crash tank in it. Did you see it, Michael?
2: Mm, what did you send it to the group chat? Have is it, that where it is? I think it's you put it right in over group
3: here. Chats. Yeah, you should go grab it. Yeah,
2: that works too. Let's <laughs> go grab that shit. Is it. I'm actually looking through your message you sent right now during this moment uh, of silence game.
3: Uh, oh, hey, there it is.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. It looks great. What's crashed it's into it? What kind of tank is that?
4: It's just a generic APC. What's that uh, thing that the rhinos modeled off of? That British fucking nah, thing? American gotcha. thing. M-1 the 1-1-3. thing that's in the Warhammer world. <laughs> That's kind of what it, it's. It's like a sci-fi take on a one-one-three. Cool. But anyway, I finished this. Had this for like three <laughs>
2: years, and now somebody
3: fell asleep at the wheel. <laughs> Dude, for real, they didn't even <laughs> dug into the ground.
2: They were trying to get it out like you do a <clears throat> truck at the beach, and still just kept digging into the concrete. Get you every time. Every time, boys.
4: I traded Scott like a shitload of BattleTech models and some cash for a uh, Realm of board, so I need to I'm going to repaint that but I don't know because there's like I have (laughs) I have certain sets because I've bought like Forge World tiles over the years and made my own tiles and then did the one board so like I need some that are like desert color and some that are like ash waste color and some or whatever to like fill out complete sets to make a whole extra board or to make one board bigger or whatever Oh, yeah. So I don't really know what to do because I kind of have to drag all my shit out and set it all up at once or to then count and figure out what I need to paint those as. Once again, this is all shit that doesn't have to be done for Harris. Like, it would not affect anything at all for Harris camp. We're going to have plenty of terrain regardless. The only thing I want to get done is the airfield board, which shouldn't be an issue.
2: I'm excited for it, man. These oh, yeah. look fantastic. So, that's Amongst pretty much what I've been working on. Other boards and terrain.
4: Oh, I got it. I got that big Forge World order in too. I ordered some the stuff for the painting class that I'm doing. Uh, and I guess an, I need an extra rhino if I'm doing Henry's class down there. I don't know if I am or not. I'm gonna bring shit just in case. And if we need another person, I'll jump in.
2: Good, good. <laughs> Take both classes. Right. I second. wonder if he'd let me
4: do a predator. Surely because I have like I have six Demios Predators.
2: Surely yeah, he'd let I don't me do I don't see why he wouldn't let you do that.
3: So I think he'd be good. it's pretty close. Alright, so on to me. So, Derek, what you been working yep. on? I've been working my ass off on some fucking Night Lords, is what I've been doing. Yes, I've you got know? about yes. 20 guys who need the Legion icon on their shoulder pads, but other than that, I'm pretty much done with the brush. Just got to do the deckle work.
2: <laughs> <laughs> who is this man? <laughs> who is this
3: man? It's <laughs>
5: Derek, Yes. he is. <laughs>
3: So yeah, just about done with my 2,500 points. Found out we're actually going to 3,000 for our Escalation League, so yep, we got hit without this past week. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I was just going to do a, a few extra dudes, fill out my assault squads, and then uh, trying to get my hands on a Fire Raptor in time. That's 500 points,
4: isn't that just like three Night Raptors or something? Just paint up like three Night Raptors you'll be good to go.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll just, I'll just switch all my Assault Marines to Night Raptors and we'll be good. There, there you go. You go. Just yeah. cut like cut like six dudes and just them up to Night Rappers. We'll be all right. I'm
2: trying to think uh, if since the last time we talked... It's been a minute. Did we talk about the <coughs> Citadel opening? Did we ever mention that? No. I can't remember. I, I don't know. know. I thought you guys did because you talked about the tournament and all that stuff. No, that was... Oh no! Not Citadel opening. I'm sorry. The uh, Houston. Uh, oh, War- Warzone Houston. Warzone Houston.
6: Yeah. No, oh, I
2: think we. You did not. To, no, you did not talk about uh, that.
3: You talked.
6: Okay. Yeah,
2: you're right. You're right. I forgot about that. Anyway, continue. Continue on, Derek. I was thinking of fighting Ryan Bridges' Night Lords, <laughs> and then I had to fight your Night Lords this past week, and I'm just, I'm just overwhelmed with the amount of Night Lords I've had to fight recently, and they're okay. pretty hot right now from what I hear. Yeah.
1: So how, many
4: Kurs, how many Conrad curs? How many Conrad stuck in a million assault marines with a fucking apothecary and a chaplain? Did you have to fight? Just
3: one. You, did you have an apothecary? Uh, I did, but his narthecium doesn't affect curs. Oh yeah, and also didn't have a chaplain though.
2: Uh, Conrad
3: yeah, Kerr's that didn't doesn't do too much against.
4: It's not the fact like curs doesn't need it. It's the fact that you have like. 20 fucking assault marines that are just ablative fine. wounds for curves that have a two up cover save and feel no pain. It's kind of annoying.
2: Eh, it wasn't so bad. Yeah, it was all right. Cuz yeah, I was playing Stone Gauntlet, so it's like not that I really like took anything that was like it was pretty much like the two opposite lists against each other and it was they charge in and just <laughs> get stuck pretty much every time. It yeah. was uh, Stone Gauntlet using a fuckload of breachers with uh, feel no pain as well. And then uh, that was fucking annoying. Pollux would run up and and help out whenever he could. And I mean, it was a standstill for, for most of the game. Most actually. of the game, <laughs> <laughs> like we were we were in assault by turn two, and at that point everything was just like just adding more and more to the assault. And all right, so <coughs>
3: your Avengers and my lightning are gonna fly around a little bit. Uh, oh yeah, your sisters are flying over here. All right, we're okay. Cool. Back to the assault. Back to the assault.
2: I got to fly my Avenger over Derek's lightning and take two shots at it with... Oh, me, with your the stubber? With stubber. Yeah. yeah I should have tried the to, three shots. You tried to complete like to my two.
4: lifelong goal. I was trying.
3: <laughs> no. May God, no. You got a weird <laughs> army. I'm like, I'm not going to jink. I ain't worried about it. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what
2: <happened. laughs> Oh, God. He's lining up with his stubber. I was like, you going to jink, Derek? Nah, I'll be all right. <laughs> Time to shine. Time to shine, boys. <laughs>
3: this that, is your
2: moment. That one... Boop. Oh, they both missed. <laughs> all right, <cool. laughs> Problem is, it's supposed to be three shots. That third shot. I'll roll it right now. Let's see. It hit. Nope. Nothing happened. I, was gonna say, I don't <laughs> think that thing took one whole point of damage the whole game. No, it
3: didn't. That lightning stayed stayed golden. But well, Was that all your hobby progress? No, I also bought a... Uh, it was like a 18 by 24 whiteboard, like a magnetic whiteboard that I was going to use as a display board. I got some cork tiles I was going to slap on top of that and try to base it a little bit but uh yeah it barely fit my 2500 points so now i need to find a bigger board so fucking fuck me
2: fucking escalation league just ruining <laughs> Derek's purchases now just you gotta buy a bigger whiteboard now you gotta go online and get an actual whiteboard they eight by fours <laughs> it's ridiculous thought about it so what else
3: uh i think i'm good i think it's talked about talked about my 2500 points being pretty much done with the brush talked about stuff I'm picking up
2: I got 20 last cannon dudes put together another 20 breacher dudes put together 10 phalanx warders put together and phalanx warders man you would think that their shoulder pads wouldn't fit but they do like with it's so close to their shield and that tolerance is so small you would think it wouldn't fit but it barely does um I also found out that the Uriel Yellow Spray... No, not Uriel Yellow.
6: What's Averlin the other Sunset?
2: yellow? Averlin Sunset through a uh, through the Games Workshop primer is just as good as me putting it through an airbrush, and that saves so much time for me.
3: Best thing to happen to Imperial Fist. Best thing to happen
2: to my Imperial Fist thus far. Because uh, I could hit... like like Now, batch painting makes things so much easier because what I was doing... As I would load up like 10 dudes at a time, but now I can smack up 20 dudes, like to 30 guys at a time. As soon as they're put together, I hit them with that primer. That primer stays overnight. And then uh, (laughs) hit them up with all the white. We go to town. The only thing that slows me down is this detail work. So, still got a fuckload of detail work to go. But, yellow is pretty much on. I would probably say right now I have on my yellow not. Well, actually, so. I do the Averland Sunset white, followed up by Vallejo Golden Yellow, and then I use some mineral spirits mixed with uh, AK Interactive Rush Streaks, and that's like kind of my like last step. I would say I have 20 dudes at that step, and then another 30 dudes that are just base yellow with white on them. So. Yeah, it's been a it's been a fun road for a bunch of Imperial Fists. And then Pollux is to the AK interactive step, but all of them all of them need detail work. Like all of them I gotta get bolters painted and all that jazz. And decals put on, it's just a bunch of Imperial Fists I gotta get painted. And nothing's stopping me from painting dust stuff. Like <laughs> like I feel like I'm responsibly getting the amount <laughs> of Imperial Fists I need to get done, but nothing is stopping me from painting dust stuff, so <laughs> that's happening too. And then I was looking at all the way. uh the clan ghost bear today and that doesn't help at all.
5: Yeah, so. by the way, that's my fucking arch nemesis. So <laughs> I'm gonna come <laughs> out there and try to fucking thumb up that goddamn bear butt of yours, bro. <laughs> Watch out.
2: I have a Kodiak. It's Kodiak, right? It's Kodiak two, the one with the claws.
5: Fucking dead axe was it's gonna a, be. It's just a Kodiak. <laughs>
2: Okay, yeah, I have a Kodiak. I have a few. I have a few mechs, dude. I don't know how they work or how they work in points wise, but.
5: Or sure, keep it that I'll, way. I'll order
2: two
4: more of them,
5: <laughs> Kodiaks, boy. Oh, I'm dude, gonna my favorite I thing, got talked in.
4: Oh, sorry, Scott.
5: Talked talk on shit about BattleTech because I don't know at all how to play or anything about it. I just have a lot of stuff paid, so I just talk bad shit to everyone <laughs> that I can. Yeah,
4: that's very clan of you. That's how the clansmen are. Um, Yeah, I guess what kind of happened with Scott was like when we came back from that, what was it, that uh, event in Tennessee, you asked me about Battletech, and I was like trying to tell you some shit, but the history is like so fucking ridiculous. Like it's so in depth. Like you can't, it's, I don't even know how to explain it or where to begin. It's so crazy. So anyway, I found this dude online. As Lore Lore Warrior is his YouTube channel, Lore Warrior uh, Online. And dude, he makes the coolest fucking videos. Like, somebody should do this for... Immediately what I thought was I wanted to send that to Ben in the UK and say, hey, do this for 30K.
2: And what does he do? He just, like, talks about lore?
4: Yeah, but he'll do, like... So the the Horus, the quote-unquote, like, Horace heresy of Battletech is this thing called the St- Fall of the Star League. So this guy has, like, the... So that's, like, kind of what starts all the Battletech universe. So it literally starts in, like, the year, like, uh, 1990, the history of Battletech. And okay. so he has this series on the Star League that starts in the year 1990 and goes up through, uh, like, 20... 20- 2,800 basically. And it talks about the star league and how it's formed and then how it, it falls and all this like shit in between. And the, uh, the, uh, Morris coup is the big like battle they have at the end. It's like their version of the Horus heresy. And I sent that to Scott and I'm like, Hey man, listen to this. And I just got a message back. That was like, I have the biggest nerd boner right now. <laughs> I have to tell you that. And then next thing I know,
2: he's like painting up all these fucking BattleTech dudes so so it's like uh, if you want somebody to start Battletech with you have them watch these lore warrior videos
4: yeah they're a, they're a video but it's really just the guy it's more just audio and then he just has some pictures like some t- every once in a while like when he, if he talks about general Kerensky, he'll have like a you know the artwork for general Kerensky on the screen or whatever but it's him talking and it's like a he goes through it almost like a Dan Carlin hardcore history or like a history podcast that you've listened to, but it's fake history. It's BattleTech, and Lord he's obviously me. like set and wrote out all these notes and reads it, and it's extremely good. Like he does such a good job over it. Um, it's and it's he did so that like just the Star League ones. There's I think there's five, four or five of them in there, Scott.
5: Yeah, there's four. It's a four parts. Four. I
4: think the first one's twenty minutes, and then all the rest of them are like thirty to forty minutes long. And then he does like one over Comstar, he does one over all the mechs. Like it's crazy. So even if you don't want to play BattleTech or whatever, definitely go check this guy's channel out because um, I feel like somebody out there that could replicate this for thirty k would be fucking awesome for for thirty k. You could definitely yeah. do the same thing.
5: Especially for new players, man, it would be. be a yeah. Good.
4: But it'd be perfect for Ben. Ben has such a good voice and he likes doing shit like that. Um, he needs to check out this lore warrior dude's videos and just do what he does for
2: thirty K. I feel like this dude's voice is beautiful. Like I gotta like our our listeners right now are probably thinking to themselves. He like, sounds hey.
4: like he's from northern northern England or Scotland to me, the guy who does them.
1: Oh.
2: He definitely lore for lore Warrior talk, online. So. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's see what he's got. Let's hear this. It's probably going to have to be a commercial.
4: It plays like a real short five-second COM-2 intro. The
5: 2 d was designed as an alternative to the more numerous Wasps and Stingers as a reconnaissance mech. While not jump-capable, the Commando has far stronger weapons than either of the more famous scout mechs. Conceived by engineers at Coventry Defense during the
7: last days of the Protectorate of Donegal, the first prototype Commando was tested in 2463 oh, cool. and carried a large laser on the right arm. Because the... <laughs>
5: Yeah. So <laughs> no
2: friend of mine. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah. Sorry.
4: But if you... So, like, those little mech ones you listen to, they're, like, five minutes long, and his cadence is a little different. He goes through a little faster. Like, if you listen to, like, the Star League ones or whatever, he goes slower puts a little drama in his voice. It's pretty slick. If you type in Lore Warrior Star League, we're born the fuck out of all the 30K people. This has turned into a fucking dust Battletech Dark Age Fucking podcast,
2: but yeah, it is what it is. I anything about dust. I don't say anything except that I paint it. Your paint stuff. Lore Warrior Star League. The star. I just wanted to hear his voice, and I feel like we're talking about his voice, and I just had to know. That's the little beginning
4: all song. Wide
5: conglomerate of nations all working under the same banner to improve humanity's fate. This conglomeration
7: was responsible for the first fast and light capable jump ship which led to the rapid expansion of humanity from earth to
3: the rest of the solar system. I'd watch that. I'd watch that. <laughs>
2: All of our listeners would watch that who are you kidding. <laughs> like what are you talking about? It's it's really good.
4: Like he it's a it's really cool and it's a cool little story anyway. Subscribe. Um but I brought it up because I feel like just listen to like an episode like if you're and just imagine somebody doing that for 30k since that's like what everybody listens to this podcast for
2: and obviously they're into that. And I I nominate Ben, we Ben been. Porter, God you've been called it. out. Get your ass out of the forty k circuit. Stop playing your nights and start making of us videos. Fucking clown, and put, and put him down. <laughs> he still plays thirty k, right,
4: or is he just all forty k all the time now? He does both, man. Powerful Ben, we miss you. I think <laughs> uh, the other, the other Ben could probably do a good job too.
2: Yeah, yeah, I I think there's a few people we know. I think James would do a good job, and I think Dan Dan huh? Porter Dan, Dan Porter's got a good cool. job. Yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of people out there. Allie would do a good job. And they're he's fresh on the market, so you know, do a little solo stuff. Yeah, who's a anyway? A just don't, yeah. just I'm just throwing that out there. Oh yeah. So, anyway, uh, so, yeah, so, yeah, I've been looking up Battletech stuff. Uh, as well, this weekend, I got to work at the, well, I got to set up a booth at the Rockport Market Days. That was a little bit fun, like, just uh, telling people what Heresy Camp is going to be and, like,
3: telling people what Tabletop <laughs> war gaming is. And, uh, and from the top. And so, <laughs> so we paint these little plastic dudes, put them down the board, real dice, see what happens. Uh, they shoot at each other, stuff like that. Well, this is based in 4K. It's like a spin on 4K for 40,000 years in the future. I don't know. Okay, so it wasn't like
2: that. <laughs> but uh, So I had this big-ass banner printed from Vistaprint, and until July 24th, the uh, the banners are half off. And so I got this, like, giant banner for, like, nothing. And it was, like, our Heresy Camp logo, and it said, uh, uh um, you know, Heresy camp tabletop war gaming at Camp Aaron Zanzu and it had the dates and it says local business owner, let's work together. <laughs> and so like the idea was to like the idea was but to potential investors, like, get... maybe you yeah. it, it
4: reminds maybe me of the step you? it reminds yeah, step me of the step, run step run brothers thing where they shoot the World video. Wide,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just like that. Uh, so like the idea was like at Adepticon, you know, they have like you go get that special burger from wherever you get a discount on it if you're a t- attendee. It's like, hey, we will send our attendees your way. And like this was like, dude, probably my favorite because I talked to a bunch of local business owners. There were like a lot of there was a lot of cool people there. Uh, like just like everybody there was technically a business owner because everybody had their uh, their shop set up, whatever. But probably my favorite guy was come up, like he walks up to me, he's got like like this trucker hat on, dude, and like he's like dirty. And he goes, What kind of business are you looking for? <laughs> I was like, Oh man, and he's like I was like, Oh, we're just like any business owner. I was like, We're just like trying to see how we could work together at Harrisy Camp and like just trying to let you guys know why there's gonna be a bunch of nerds running around Rockport, you know, this relatively small town. And he goes, Oh, well, I rent out construction equipment. Do you need any construction equipment? Uh, yes. I was like,
1: 100%. well, I was like,
2: immediately, no. He's like, I don't know. He, goes, like, he like goes, I don't know, like like a crane? I rent cranes. And I'm like, I
5: don't. <laughs> what about you, you excavator? Does he rent yeah,
2: out an
4: excavator? Yeah, we could have an excavator rodeo. I <laughs> yeah. can show people how to run excavators. We could just dig fucking holes and fill them back in. I can run excavators.
3: <laughs> so yeah, so I'm like, nah. Well, we, like, well we don't need anything right now, but I do appreciate the opportunities you've opened up for us, dude. Exactly. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> I said, like, you know what? You know what, Trent? Let me go and get your card. Let me get your card, Trent. <laughs> if I, I like, need a crane, I know who to call. And
2: you, damn right, he took. He gave me. Not only did he give me his card, which is like G and G rental or something like that, but he took a Radio Freestand sticker. And I don't know what he's gonna do with it, but he Let's took it. Slap it on this He no, says, "I'm gonna take man. one of these too." And walked off.
1: He didn't like, ask. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Trent. <laughs>
2: thank you sir (laughs) i will think about
5: you go with the lord good sir
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah explaining what miniature wargaming was to uh tons and tons of curious curious people uh the normies yeah the normies was (laughs) it was a good time i there's this one kid that came up because i had a bunch of models out there you know i had my imperial fist and i had like Stuff set up. I had boxes, old boxes that I had, uh, had, hadn't had opened or, like, you know, just boxes of, like, product in general that were there. And this kid goes, can I buy this? <laughs> and I said, well, you online, yes, I'm not selling it now. He goes, no, I mean these. Can I buy these from you right now? And I'm like, no. Get out of here, kid. <laughs> 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 he had to be, How like, 12. He? He's, like, 12 oh. years old, maybe. And he just, like, walks off. But, like, oh, there's another funny part. <laughs> I was like, this kid was sitting down. Dude, and he was this talking. Shit really to me.
5: does sell itself, oh, <laughs> dude.
2: Jesus. This guy was talking to me. Right, he's like a little Mexican dude. Like he had a dog, walking a dog, and uh, I can't remember what I said. But I was like, I was like, hey man, I was like, do you want to? Do you want to do this? Like, I do you want to take? I can't remember what I asked him. He goes, no, thank you. I gotta pick up my dog's turd. <laughs> and there was like a, this dog just <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. You have a good one, man. <laughs> like, he's like, No, thank you. I got to pick up my dog's turd. <laughs> oh, oh my, you're talking shit there. So. I
3: don't know if it'd be like, I oh, appreciate or- you not just leaving that in front of my booth. <laughs> yeah, or it's like, oh, well, you got, clearly, you got better stuff to do than listen to me talk. Yeah, it was a good time. It was a Hell good yeah. time. It uh, so fun. There, I got
2: three. We'll think about it. And that's about it. <laughs> and so, we'll love it. Uh, I'm, I'm super excited for the Groove restaurant. I'm hoping the Groove like works something out with us. I basically talked to like the head chef, and he's like, I'm definitely sure we could talk to the owner. We would get something done for you. I'll give you a call on Monday.
5: I was like, yes.
2: Which the Groove is probably my favorite place to eat in town, so it worked out.
5: Sounds what kind good. of food do they serve?
2: Uh, delicious pizza, delicious Philly cheesesteak, uh, delicious regular cheesesteak, cheesecake, <laughs> sorry. They do. They do everything. It's delicious. But,
3: damn! Hey, I don't wanna feel it.
4: how about in two weeks, you fuckers get to come up here for Gen Con? How pumped are we you? Do?
2: I'm exceptionally pumped. I'm also a. Coming? I don't get scum. Oh, Derek's not coming. Oh. Yeah, I got mine too. So we both have our kitties. But yeah, no, I'm super excited to come down for GenCon, man. I've got off for work. Uh, my ticket has been purchased already. I've already got my flight up there. Uh, I already have stuff being mailed to you to play in the Dust Tournament over there. Uh, I'm get to go scream at somebody from a uh, <laughs> from a company that shall not be named, and uh, <laughs> let them know how <laughs> I really feel about their company. It's gonna be a good time, man. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm really looking forward. I'm most I'm most excited about like hanging out with you. Does and getting it to rhyme with like names? Christian. Derp shop. It does. It <laughs> does. It sure shit does. <laughs> <laughs> and their lies and their lies and <laughs> treachery. And, uh, oh man, I've been I've been holding it in for the past few weeks here, and it's gonna just blow hey, up.
4: I think it's just funny. Michael's <laughs> like me four years in the past. You're
2: slowly catching up, but anyway. you're. Yeah, I hold a grudge forever. So anyway, uh, so yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. I'm going to play in that dust event. Um, got all my models painted for that. Uh, I had powerful, powerful Troy paint up some models for me. I had them send them to you. Uh, it's kind of cool talking with that guy again. He's back and, uh, you know, not acting crazy. I know he's listening right now. He was a 30K hater for a little bit there. But he's getting into dust, so you know. There you go. Yeah, he works out well. I don't. He's a great painter. I don't mind him. It was just wow. He got a little crazy <laughs> there for a while. Little little heresy hating right there, but. Oh, but what can you do? So I'm excited to fine. go to GenCon. There dude. are
4: things I don't like, but I don't like seek it out on Facebook <laughs> just and just be kill it. at it. I just and I just ignore it. it or don't visit pages that. Have anything to do with
2: it? Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited for Jen. I've Con, been
4: dude. to zero Dave Matthew Band's websites or Facebook pages or fan groups who <laughs> <to do> shit <laughs> on Dave Matthew Band. <laughs> I've been to precisely zero, even though I think it's m- maybe the worst music ever created. I don't understand you can make music that's your music and not be able to see
5: sing in key or in
4: tune with music that you wrote for yourself. (laughs) (laughs) It's so fucking bad. But anyway, yes, that's just an example of something. I do not like go to fan pages for Dave Matthews or Dave Matthews, Facebook or Dave Matthews concerts and talk shit about Dave Matthews, even though I don't like it. I just,
5: it is what it is. So you don't just call do that. Dave Matthews your Eskimo brother randomly out there. Yeah. <laughs>
4: and they get sued. They get sued by draw, with like 800 million dollars. <laughs>
5: Wait,
2: that happened? That was a thing?
4: What?
5: Yeah, Brendan said, Schaub's
4: getting sued by Dana White because he's he an does. idiot.
5: Yeah, because he fucking... Oh, that's hey, this
4: a... just in. You can't like just say random shit about somebody on a super popular podcast that <laughs> may like really ruin the reputation and like call into question like the ownership of a fucking league or whatever when that person has like 800 million dollars because we'll lawyer
5: up and they will fuck your world up it's always best to assume if someone has 800 million dollars that they can afford to have legal retainer but you know whatever (laughs) (laughs) I mean you roll the dice you know you find out oh my god let's just say some
4: slanderous shit on the internet about this guy it's got a bajillion fucking dollars, and is known to be litigious. I mean, let's like,
3: <laughs> we're not. Is he rich? You know, his <laughs> lawyers are yeah, rich.
5: Whatever. You do, you man. Not yeah. a draw. That's all I'm saying. Got a beast worth think- ethic, though.
4: <laughs> they hand you that that gold-plated fucking lawyer business card with the Star David stamped in it. And you just know you're <laughs> fucked. You're just like, ah, oh, damn it.
1: <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Go ahead. It, it's like a it's like a get a free lawyer card where like they <laughs> they buy you a lawyer so they can
5: shit on yeah. that lawyer. Here, it's use time this. To start growing <laughs> out I'm gonna my get fucking you. Mexican disguise. It's mistake. the type of lawyer I that the, like, when
4: the when the, the uh, cops pull uh, you over uh, on the side of the road, you just pull that business card out and show it to the cop, and they just fuck off and don't even write you a ticket.
1: You're just like <laughs> <laughs> a the lawyer free card.
2: The lawyer hires another firm to represent you. <laughs> so that they could have a challenge is how that works out
5: <laughs> what that reminds me of is have you seen that video on the internet the the photocopy legal de- depo- deposition thing where they're arguing about the the fucking meaning of the word photocopy and photocopy machine
2: yes i have absolutely i, seen I can't
5: that. be the only one on this train okay i was about to say dude it's so funny holy shit
2: I will definitely post a link to that so that everybody can see uh,
5: Welcome the made fucking week. Anyway. Uh,
2: so, yeah. So, that's uh, that's my plan. I'm excited about that. Uh, just talking about, like, rolling into hobby progress, me and Derek got to play against each other. Like we said, uh, the, uh, the Iron Gauntlet got to fight the Terror Assault? Not Terror Assault. Drop Assault. Drop Assault Vanguard. That was pretty fun. That took a lot longer than I thought it was going to. Oh, yeah, it's rough. remembering Toughness 5, uh, remembering Hey, you want to I... take a random phone call
4: from Chris Duncan without him knowing he's on air? Yeah, sure. Sure.
2: Seems like a bad place to start. Hey,
4: what's up? What's up? Not much. What's going on? How you, dear? <laughs> Deer? Why are you calling me Deer? What do you want?
7: I need new decals.
4: You're wanting to do decals? Why you calling me?
7: I need new decals.
4: Oh, you need new decals. What are you saying? Speak English.
7: I need new decals. For what? For my uh, Falcons, if you got them. them. There's some here. Yeah, that was Zeta Galaxy.
4: Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm actually recording a podcast right now. We'll talk about this later.
6: Oh, I don't know, you're recording.
4: Yeah, you're actually on air right now. Oh, wonderful! <laughs> <laughs> Tell everyone hi. How's it going? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh,
7: <laughs>
4: all right. Well, well, we'll get them ordered. It's only like five bucks, and it's only like two dollars shipping because he just sends them an envelope. Sounds good. All right. We'll
2: all right. If, all right we'll get an order together. Sounds good. Buddy. Yep. Bye. Right. Love you.
4: all right so yeah
2: remembering that uh plus one toughness like remembering what takes it away kind of you know like not charging is very hard like not charging and just like letting yourself get charged and letting yourself remember you have porting shields it's just like okay hold on hold on hold on (laughs) you charge me like you uh you do me (laughs) and it was so funny because like a oh, couple yeah. days afterwards, tell him what happened, Derek.
3: Yeah, a few days later, I'm like, "Hey, Michael, I think I cheated. I cheated as fuck." He's like, "Oh yeah, what's going on, dude? Uh, <laughs> I forgot what the fuck a boarding shield did." So I, uh, yeah, I just forgot that I didn't get my extra attacks for charging. He's like, "Well, yeah, but you, you disorder charge, multi charge
2: everything. He kept multi charging every single turn, so I did not feel necessary to re- let, to remind him
3: that he doesn't get an extra attack."
2: <laughs> and like, I was like, "Yeah." Did you he, get he,
4: called he, out on like three podcasts? <laughs>
1: Well, and this is other Well, people this, back is, well <laughs> this is
3: number one. So after this, other podcasts are going to start. Hey, I played that guy at Adepticon. Oh fuck, he was cheating. I'm kind of hoping a a
2: uh, a shirt gets made that says Derek's a cheater at some point. Maybe we
3: can, can we get that going. Don't say it. Uh, so, I got the Derek's night flying fucking shirts
4: fucking in person. Shane sent us the night flying shirts. So next time I see Scott, he can have his, and when you come up here, you can have yours. Like a knife line right
3: now. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see that. If we do make it, are,
4: are you gonna be able to drive up here we for Gen Con, to... Scott, or do we have to come
5: get you? I cannot drive until after August twenty third. Well, so
4: we're That's gonna have to come five. get you.
5: Yeah, probably. Are you gonna have to
4: take an Uber from Louisville
5: to here? I'm sure that'd be cheap. That would be. Oh yeah, sure. I'm sure they'll be super, <laughs> super sensitive to the meter <laughs> on that one. <laughs>
2: so yeah i got to play Derek. that was a good time yeah uh i ran my sisters at warzone houston that was a good time Uh, i hope they have a like they had a really you know decent turnout this year i was looking at all the 40k armies that was hilarious to see all the sweet sweet custodes bikes that were in like everybody's list like everybody had what was called like my buddy ryan bridges was there and he was explaining to me what a soup army is i didn't know what a soup army was like a stew army where they just soup- like... A soup is just where you
4: just have random shit. That's what Scott, when he did the paint judging, he told me that if people played Chaos or Marines, he did not know what the fuck was going on. Yeah, you, like-
5: you pretty much could have fucking have just handed yourself the hell at that call <laughs> if you showed up with that shit. I was like, nope, i am move it on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, but yeah, I- it's I w- just
4: a random collection of a bunch of shit that... They throw together to get a bunch of fucking command points and abilities and oh, key match keywords. Whatever.
2: Fuck, I forgot I didn't show you this. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it's been this long since I took this video and I did not show Ryan. Hold on, hold on. Let me see if I can find well,
4: it. we gotta talk about 40k. Can we oh, just go on? We know we don't dude. like
2: it. So at one point <laughs> during, during this event... They said, will everybody who showed up with any custodes in their armies please walk out to the front hallway? And then you can see the... Uh, oh, oh, <laughs> <me hit> <laughs> you can see just the mass exodus of people <laughs> <Hang on>. leaving.
5: <laughs> That's just the whole game, you know, all the
2: <laughs> <laughs> So many people. Oh, dude. we <laughs> just like, keep going. Uh, <laughs> Dude, look at this, Derek. I'm sorry, I haven't showed you. See all those people looking. <laughs> it's like basically like like at oh. least <laughs> 60% of the people are gone now. Yeah. It's, oh, it's so funny. Oh, fuck. It was, uh, it was, on top of that, it was like, you know, it was just like Custodes and Night City, man. Like if you had nights, you were running like Custodes jet bikes and like it was a good time. Uh, the one thing that I did see there that I really, 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 really liked was that Tau Tiger Shark? Is that what it's called? That big flat? Yeah. Yeah. Big flat fucker? That thing is cool as shit. I don't care like if it's Tau. I don't care if it's 40K. Model-wise, that thing's fucking gorgeous. And this dude had two on the table. And he made it to top table, so it must have been doing pretty good. But like those models are fucking beautiful. Rad. Forge World, good job. Good job to you. It's, a, it's old. That's an old model. Yeah, it was beautiful. I've never seen one in person, man. It was so cool to see it. Uh, But, yeah, I got to play in that event. It was uh, me, Cody, Trevor, that rode up there. And uh, I got to play my good buddy Ryan Bridges. And he ran his Night Lords. He took Sevitar. I ran Sessions of Silence. I fucking found Sevitar, murked his ass real quick, and then lost that game quickly. Uh, Then I played against Cody's World Eaters, got my ass handed to me by them. Uh, I then went on to play... Powerful Jackson and Jackson's Death Guard, and we tied, and that was a really hard game because of phosphex And then I got to take that game and move that over, and I got to play Jackson again on a 2v2, and got my ass handed to me on that game too. So I lost pretty much every game. It was still fun though. Some beautiful armies. <laughs> but uh, my sister's asylums just didn't quite bring it, except killing Savitar. That was a good time.
3: Yeah, I heard you played Jackson twice. I was like, didn't you play him like in January when we went up? Yes, I did. Texas Toy Soldier, and he just beat my ass. You found out what happens when your sisters go up against like a billion Terminators and a whole bunch of Phosphex. That's exactly what happened.
2: Well, our game we tied, and what they did was it was like a where you're supposed to capture this. Uh, you're supposed to capture and escort a dude away from walking off the board, and so you have to have a unit capture him and do that. And it was a Count Dooku model. And so Count Dooku, man, would just like <laughs> like so many people were like like I use my Avengers to blow up his like classic Stormlord. Like Jackson is known for putting twenty fucking Terminators in a Stormlord. And I iced this not just Terminators, uh Death uh, Shroud. Death Shroud Termin- No, not Death Shroud. Grave Wardens. Grave Wardens. He puts twenty grave wardens inside of his uh inside of his Stormlord. And so I iced this thing with my uh with my Avengers, got rid of it. Cleaned it out. I got rear armor, so it was just beautiful explosion and dead death route everywhere. Or grave warden, death grave warden everywhere. And then it was just, like, back and forth, just murder, 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 murder. And uh, the FAQ hadn't hit yet, so I got to f- use for the first time some, uh, some vets, uh, some sniper vets, because I took a small allied detachment of uh, marksman vets, Dark Angels. Yep. And so I got to use them one time against Fosfax Quad Mortars and they did their job exceptionally well and then they FAQ'd them the next week. So yep. what can you do? Within like three days. So <laughs> <Within> three days. <laughs> hope you like Phosphax more than or hope you like Phosphs more than sniper vets because sucks uh, so much dick.
1: <laughs>
2: I feel like it was like that one dude who's on the phone, like you know, like this. I feel like after I killed like one dude of Jackson's phosphex, he like <laughs> got on the phone. And was like, Forge World, is this a Nuge? A Nuge? Go ahead and merc those. Let's let's go and get those out of the game. They're a little too OP for me. <laughs> Killing yeah. my phosphex like crazy. Yeah. So they're the one tool that gets rid of this stupid ass fucking
4: super unbalanced unit. Well, there's <laughs> more than one tool, but it's the easiest tool.
2: But yeah. So that was a great event. Uh, shout out to uh, to Allen and all of them. And, I mean, it was just, it was a good time. I'm looking forward to next year. I think it's going to be a bigger turnout next year. They gave away some awesome prizes. Uh, everybody, basically, that went up there that from Victoria went up and won some prizes. Except for me. Because I lost everything. <laughs> It'll be okay. It'll be all right. So, anyway, yeah, that's what I've been doing. It's been a good time. Been kind of low-key, but, you know, loving it. So, is that it for Hobby Progress? We're all done there? I think so. That's it. That's it's it. a long, long segment.
4: We haven't talked awesome. in about crap like this for three weeks.
2: Yeah, it's been a while. But you know what's going to take even longer than that?
3: All these voicemails. All
2: these voicemails we got. Oh, I missed. Well, look at this so shit. Oh, God. Don't show me. Don't show me the, your book. Your book of lists. Okay, let's get into some voicemails. Let's see what we got here. Uh, let me make sure that these white scars help request doesn't have any. Nope. Nope. Just making sure that there's nothing in here that has stories. This one's privileged, so I can't talk about that.
5: Ooh. <laughs>
2: yeah, for real. Oh, work stories. This comes from Power Matthew. He says, Hi, Michael, fan of the podcast. have a few work stories to share. A few years back, I was a laboratory manager for a major medical research university. We did a lot of work researching mechanical properties of the human tissue, especially bones. The lab had a number of freezers full of all kinds of different human tissue donor samples. Uh, for example, one freezer's contents looked like the personal collection of Sub-Zero from Mortal Kombat. It was stacked with complete human spinal cords that looked ripped straight from the body with lots of muscles and other bits still attached. After three-day weekend during the summer, I got to the lab and started unlocking the door. A somewhat familiar yet still unusual smell hit me, but I didn't think much of it, as it was early on in my brain was on autopilot. And as I opened the door, the smell increased exponentially. Strangled, strangely, smelled like a smoked like smoked gouda, which I can no longer stomach. And a reddish soup poured out of the doorway, around my feet and ankles, and into the hallway. At that moment, I felt thankful for the dozens or so bloodborne pathogen vaccines I received a few months prior. We had discovered that the breaker blew for the freezers at some point over the weekend, and all of the contents had thawed and poured out, filling the lab like a swimming pool. Fortunately, we had a biohazard <laughs> cleanup team to deal with the ath- aftermath. Holy shit. Ugh. That's a. Ugh. Like, Could you garden. imagine that?
4: You're just like sitting somewhere eating your subway sandwich in your fucking white Tyvek suit, and you get the phone call, and you just grab your bucket and mop and head on up the road to fucking deal with that. I was kind of wondering about <laughs> that. Like,
2: that's what I was like. I was like, do you think that those dudes like? Do you think like they get paid per job, or is it like a retainer that like, you pay them a month to? Well,
4: I'm sure they they pro- some places might keep them on retainer, but I know that they get they locked up. Can they hear me? Are they locked yeah, up? Here. We can hear you.
1: Okay.
5: They're there.
4: Okay. So, when uh, the Spankatron 9000 uh, jacked off on the train there at work, <laughs> and we had to call the hazmat crew to clean that up, uh, people who haven't heard that story about the train jacker, I don't know what episode it is, but whatever. It's, uh, yeah. some, it's great. Some guy uh, did, did the deed there at work while he was uh, piloting the train and uh, fired one across the bow as it were <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, all the gauges and shit and uh, obviously no one else uh, would get in the train and drive it after that incident until it was thoroughly cleaned so they had to call in a uh, hazmat team like you're talking about to scrub the locomotive out and i know for a fact that ipl obviously just paid for that
2: you know job straight up Hmm. Well, that's uh. I just wonder what those guys do all day. Like, do they like work normal jobs, and then they're like, "Hey, I got a weird like I got to call out sick today." Like they they do like lawn yeah, work. I on would the side? Say, Dude, I that's shit's expensive.
4: I mean, it's like mega expensive.
2: What's kind of
4: crazy? I like... think that train, It was like, you know, fucking high dollar. Like you wouldn't. It's not something you just order up like it's it's a big deal it's a real big deal was it clean
2: as shit like was it really clean like whenever they got done with it or was it just like huh it doesn't quite smell so uh bleachy in here oh i mean
4: (laughs) i mean it i didn't i didn't get in it before or after so i don't know i i never worked out in that train yard i worked at the one in martinsville not the one up there i don't
2: know i was was that expensive that happened i think it was that expensive i'd like have them do other stuff i'd be like hey go ahead and get all the blood all and I'm gonna need all this grout cleaned on the walls, <laughs> on the tile walls, and then get these. Cobwebs. I think it was like, I think it was like ten grand or something. It was
4: yeah. fucking yep. astronomical.
2: Yeah, I'd be like, unclog this toilet. This toilet's been clogged a while too. So while you're at it, go ahead. I'm pretty sure there's some blood in there as and well.
3: Then, and then I've been parking under this tree. If you can go ahead and hit my car real quick, get all the, get all the bird poop off. Of it. <laughs> yeah,
2: dude, for
4: real. Like at that it's price, a, I'd be. It's the same thing. You have to have like special. This is going to be morbid, but it is what it is. We've had a few people die on site up where I work. We've had two incidents where that happened, and they have to call in like the special. You have to have a, like an ocean investigation team. You have to do all this shit. If there's any like um, loss of fluid, like, you know, somebody gets fucking cut in half or arm off it's and there's blood, up. like
1: it's shit massive. everywhere.
4: They have to, like, order this, like, special fucking contamination kit to come in to clean it up. It's, like, all that, like, to... And then if there's a death, they have to, like, keep all this evidence. It's fucking crazy, man. It really is crazy. It's, like, super, super fucking expensive. Like, people don't think about that. And I know somebody lost their life, and it's not... doesn't really matter, I guess, the dollar amount, but... If you like, it's just facts like that. that I <laughs> know shit.
5: that to the legal department. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
4: that kind of shit is like, I mean, astronomical expensive.
2: Oh, God. Go ahead and bag it up, boys. I want to keep everything. And the one the one guy um,
4: just they don't even really know. They think he fell off the first or second rung of a ladder and just fell back and hit his head dead. Took him out. And they had to have a special team come in and handle that or what? Yeah, it was yeah, it was a big deal. Somebody died on site. I mean, and they think they don't know. I never did hear back. They thought maybe he had a heart attack and died of the heart attack, but fell, you know, that caused him to fall while he was on the ladder, or maybe a stroke, or they don't know if he just fell. I never did get but I know it was a big deal. I mean it was like, you know, can't go in this building for days, <laughs> fucking roped off investigation teams, fucking sample collection shit, ocean investigators. I mean, you're talking <laughs> probably hundreds
2: of thousands of dollars. So, hey, we got to go about to IPL. Some dude beat off again or what? <laughs> uh, no, dude died this time. Oh, what happened? He fell off a ladder first rung. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> oh, anyway, it's pretty... Uh... It's pretty gnarly. That's a gnarly level of story. I wonder how many shop vacs they had to go through uh, to clean all that up. I don't know how you even begin. That's like, why they. Yeah, get I the don't bucks. know. That is why they get the big bucks. I'm assuming there's some sort of vacuum all right. truck.
4: Me and, me and Scott are meatheads. How would we do it if me and you are just like dudes, like we're the janitors there, and like, say we're like just in the olden times, like in the 50s or some shit before they gave a fuck about anything, and oh, they were like, hey boys, through. clean this up. Yeah, what do we do,
5: Scott? Control burn, man. Easy. Gotta burn (laughs) it in place. I think you've developed some kind of like some kind of gelatin. Bear with me. Bear with me. Okay. That's in the fine print. Okay. There is the potential for leftover smells and residues. Okay. (laughs) We can get that notarized before we do this. But what I would do is take some kind of fire accelerant and mix it with gelatin. Essentially make like a jello kerosene that you can then apply to certain objects. And you just burn those things right where <laughs> you're at. So um cool. yeah, anarchist cookbook active free fox right there. Just hit you with that old school anarchist cookbook. I don't know, when
4: when I worked <laughs> at coal handling, we just cleaned everything with a fire hose. Just yeah.
5: sprayed everything down with
4: a fire hose. So that's There's a drain somewhere. Yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> Everywhere has a drain. Yeah, everywhere. Everywhere. It's It's fucking code, man. Yeah, (laughs) Scott's just gonna
2: run a super long fucking water hose to the street and just start just start giving that sucker. Just gonna start siphoning. What you
5: do? How much? How much do you think a a, like five or six big pigs would cost in the 1950s? Not much. Oh, (laughs) pigs just eat it all. Hose whatever it is out in the street and then set the pigs. Yeah, loose. you're right. Probably Go a couple bucks. to eat anything. Literally, yeah. the more fluids, the better. They're fucking. <laughs> that is work. Somebody them up, did that. Get them all inside. Yeah, <laughs> work work them
3: up. That's probably how they did it.
5: Get old. Get old. Scott in here with his pigs. they will get it cleaned. suey suey, suey. Some Fucking Cholula hot sauce on that bad boy. Like, <laughs> come on, get in there. Like, don't <laughs> scared. Yeah. Pigs, what would your prize pigs, 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 pig's name be? Oh Corpse grinder. Yeah that's corpse grinder. That's a good one. I don't know, man. For that specific job. Oh man. He's bread he's to eat. eat of... <laughs> Rachel Maddow is what I would David. <laughs> Hoover. Get in here, Hoover. You know, Rachel Maddow here and have it turn loose on this pile of trash. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right. So uh that was dark. Just a bunch of pigs. <laughs> that's that's the. I mean, that's pretty efficient cleanup, though, if you really think about it. Well,
4: and now somehow, Scott, now see what you've done. So now I can't... I couldn't watch CNN before because every time I saw Wolf Blitzer, I just thought about him peeing. <laughs> yeah, his pants are on his ankles. And now every time well, I see Rachel office, Maddow, I'm just going to think of pigs eating rotten corpses. <laughs> so thanks for that.
5: Hey, no
1: problem.
5: But <laughs> yeah. The pig seems like a much more... Responsible way of disposing <laughs> of things. <laughs> Almost. Well, then you got to clean up the pig ship. fire jello to be said to be honest. <laughs> so <laughs> like the, the name fire called jello could potentially yeah. backfire. Yeah. yeah.
2: So fire fire hoses and pigs. There you go. There you have it. Yeah. All right. That's fair. Next, next story. On a separate occasion, I was working with an orthopedic resident to research how much force it takes to rip a surgical bone screw out of a human bone. Spoiler alert, a lot. Uh, <laughs> we're using a human pelvis bone as a tissue sample. Many of the samples still had too much tissue attached, so we went to work clearing away at the screw point. This was done using a very high tech and carefully calibrated surgical tool. A $20. Whoa, so, what are they simulating here?
4: Like Magneto attacking you? Like, I
5: don't, Jesus.
4: like, what is yeah, this going to pull a screw without unscrewing it straight out of your bone, <laughs> other than Magneto? Oh, my
5: God. I don't, <laughs> I don't know, I guess it's Magneto. You super know, magnetic. to be honest, man, I got two fresh screws in my fucking tibia right now. So, yeah. if, are you telling me when I go to, I'm ordered the strongest magnets known to man... To assemble this fucking warhound, are these things gonna rip those screws out of my fucking <laughs> freshly repaired knee? Oh yeah, my God. you're gonna
4: get it. You're gonna get it in the mail, and as you're walking to the mailbox, like fragments are just gonna shoot out of your knee and oh. stick to the mailbox when you get close. Oh
5: shit, dude! Your oh <laughs> knee's just gonna
4: blow up, blow out of your pants, and or, fly in
5: the breeze. It's just, just gonna flip me upside down and stick me to the mailbox. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. gonna blow and find me there upside down. Yeah. <laughs> you, Why are your
3: pants off? <laughs> I was getting tired. <laughs> yeah. You know how hot it's been this summer? <laughs> yeah. You left the you left the surgery room, they're like, We forgot to ask him if he works with high powered magnets. Uh what are the odds of that?
5: <laughs> Thank God. Thank God you came home, Elizabeth. I fought the dogs off twice, but I don't think I could have a third time. <laughs> You're like Conan when he's tied to the tree, like
2: biting the buzzards in the neck when they land on you. Okay, so it says, uh, so we went to work cleaning away at the screw point. This was done using a very high-tech and carefully calibrated surgical tool, a $20 Home Depot's reciprocating saw. I'm guessing... Yeah, okay. Not Ryobi, because those are expensive, but this was one of the plugins I'm sure. Despite surgical gear and face shields, this idiot had his mouth hanging open as he gleefully went to work with the bucking power saw. Viscera sprang everywhere. A large chunk of flesh flew under his face shield and landed directly in his mouth. I didn't immediately notice, <laughs> but he shut off the saw and garbled, screaming, a piece flew in my mouth. What do I do? Swallow it? <laughs> Question mark. I stop and look at him with a dumbfounded expression reply, no, spit it out, you idiot. <laughs> and next time, close your mouth, you
3: slack-jawed yokel. <laughs>
2: Dude, that's a pretty long... Why would he ask?
3: <laughs> yeah, why do, why I do I swallow? swallow? Do I eat it? Do I? It's in my mouth. Do I have to eat it? Do I, <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me get eat in
5: trouble. Don't make me eat it.
2: <laughs> so yeah, those are his two stories, man. Uh, what a crazy job. I mean, I think the first story was probably crazy, but the second story was definitely uh, raise some questions.
4: Oh yeah, I've seen oh. a. Uh, I've seen a deer carcass and a cow carcass and a horse carcass cut apart by a re-sip saw. It fucking makes a mess.
2: I'd imagine it would. I've cleared out a uh, like a walkway using a reciprocating saw. Um, it works really well. So if you're trying to clear out brush like a shitload of like mesquite and uh, like a bunch of we-satch, a reciprocating saw is definitely the way to do it. I don't know. I was just think of fun ways to use reciprocating sauce, besides cutting viscera.
3: You can. What about like, kudzu? Like, tape your toothbrush to it. And...
2: Yeah, probably not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you could uh, put a clamp on it and uh, shake your models. A lot of people do that on the internet, and they all think they lo- they they all think they're so special. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Anyway, on to the next one.
3: Oh God. Oh. Uh, oh jesus okay
0: so this is iron hands will and i'm also going to call bullshit on the target thing uh for a while i was an electronics uh, manager at target and uh, we were during the uh, playstation 2 launch just to put it in how long ago this was we handed out uh coupons number coupons to everybody in line that was out there in front before the store opened to get the playstation for the amount of playstations we had you got a coupon you're guaranteed a, uh, a PlayStation. But that apparently didn't matter to one asshole. He started rushing toward the counter when the uh, doors opened up. And the guy uh, that was ahead of him in line was like, fuck that bullshit, and started rushing to keep up ahead of him. And the first guy said, screw that shit, clotheslined him as they were about halfway down the aisle, and said this guy fl- flipping backward, landing head first onto the linoleum, which made a nice little red pattern on the floor. And so instead of getting a PlayStation, the uh, the guy that clotheslined got a uh, nifty uh, pair of new bracelets, and the other guy got an uh, uh, all-exclusive trip to the hospital for some stitches. But uh, I'll give you some other stories for other times. Y'all take care.
2: So, yeah, that's the uh, inner rebuttal of us saying that Target's too nice for stuff to happen at. And uh we have now. That's now two stories involving Target. Yeah, PlayStation 2s, man. That was like that was a That was a good damn console. It was It was a good console and that's like that's the console that let us know that if you get something early enough, you can sell that shit for a lot of money. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's the one that started it all. Okay. Oh my god! So this comes from "Coming in a Fire." It says, "I guess I've put it off long enough." It says Michael. Hold on. Let me see if I can work up a Jake Bussy accent. No, Michael. I don't want <laughs> to disrespect Jake like that. <laughs> it's funny because I've been playing a lot of PUBG lately as well, <laughs> and every time I get somebody from like Tennessee or you know just Georgia. Georgia area, and they talked to me in that really hardcore southern accent. I'm like, hey, do you know a Jake Bussy? <laughs> no? Oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Anyway. It says, Michael, since I was called out a few episodes back to share, I figured it was time to send in this tale of a barnyard tryst gone wrong. When I was growing up, my family raised dairy goats. oberhaus mostly, with a few La, La Manchas- we would run the Tennessee Goat County Fair or we would run the Tennessee County Fair Goat Show Circuit showing goats nearly every weekend in the fall in little towns all over east and middle Tennessee. Yes it is every bit as exciting as it sounds. Man, I didn't know fucking Jake Bussey was in the deep dark world of Goat Shows. County fair goat shows. So a little bit about goat love life cycle. Male goats, bucks, have a ritual come the humping season of pissing and shitting all over the back legs and feet, then rubbing the piss-shit mixture all over their heads and bodies as the females' does are more attracted to these bastards the more stank as they get. They also, yep. during this period of time, get really stupid and wild, becoming even more difficult to work or control than normal. One year, we had a little yearling buck we wanted to breed to one of our older does changing up the gene pool a little bit and give this little guy some practice I think I was like 13 or 14 around this time so dad sends me in the buck lot separate pen to keep the bucks and does apart so that we could control the who breeds who and get the little bastard he's all horned up and acting a fool and covered in the shit piss love sauce (laughs) once I got that little obstinate little shit out of the pen myself now covered now in buck stink my job became holding the mature doe in place by a collar so she didn't run off while wee man was working his magic. Problem is, he was a short little feller. <laughs> he actually wrote feller. That's not, it's not. There's an R in there. He was a short little feller, and he couldn't reach. He tried and tries and tried, but best he could get was humping the hell out of her thigh gap. So we get the bright idea to get him a little hay bell to stand up on stand on and level the playing field. He's surprisingly good with it, so he hops up and starts taking the old cougar to pound down. Well, right as he gets ready to cash his check, one of his back hooves finds a hole in the square bell and his back leg falls down into the bell. Now at this point, he was on the backstroke, causing his dick to fall out as he slips. So when he slams it back home for the grand finale, his ramrod missile misses the mark, and skates along the side of her thigh, aiming that throbbing red goat dick right in my direction. A load of hot sticky ass <laughs> goat gravy comes flying out and hits me right in the fucking chest.
5: <laughs> oh God. Damn it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that pull out game
1: though.
2: Yeah, for real. He just tried he just tried not to have to send a check every month. <laughs> I try to keep from puking. Dad tries to keep from dying from laughter. It was the only shirt I had with me, and I was, it was in the 40s, so I got stuck working goats for the rest of the day, having to smell the potent odor of goat semen. <laughs> Moral of the story, goat jizz can shoot, five foot, plan accordingly. <laughs> <laughs> And that's it. Keep up the good work, guys. You are killing me. It seems y'all are talking about my mother bears every episode. It's hard enough to resist those furry bear titties and delicious pizza without being reminded of it all the time. Hashtag Pyro class for people, too. Much love to Marify Homies. Jake Bussey from the Covenant of Fire podcast.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> uh,
4: so you want to go to Mother Bears when you guys are up here? Yes,
2: Scott's been.
5: Yeah, it's good, man.
2: We're just going to skirt around the fact that Jake Busty got busted on (laughs) (laughs) Jake Busty (laughs) Bless his heart He's going
4: to get a new nickname In the chat I'm sure (laughs) He's going to get something
3: (laughs) You already got something Hey this message is from
6: Linda I'm little Jack Boss's mama And I'm so proud of the uh, the baby bed thing uh he said you know we're talking about bears so here's my bear story i was walking the appalachian trail a couple of years ago checking down the trail like 50 feet behind my my peeps that were with me and they had the bear spray and i didn't and i was really tired and out of water and hungry and half a mile from where we were stopping and i hear this noise and a stupid bear dropped out of the tree between me <laughs> and food so i raised up could i cut some this so I raised up my hiking pole, yeah. <laughs> and I said to said bear, oh, hell no, get the fuck out of here. So the bear sort of put his little tiny head down and roamed off sadly into the woods, stopped and for lonely, looked over his shoulder like as if to say, oh, all I wanted to do was play. And so I said, oh, fuck no, keep walking. And so he locked off sadly. Although actually now if you hear the story, the bear was like 70 feet tall and growling, and I had to fight him off with my bare hands.
7: There you <laughs> all have a good one. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I love
1: Jack's
2: Cleveland voice gets me every time. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Can I cuss in this? <laughs> well, for one, his fucking mom sounds awesome. So. Hell yeah. The fact that she said, fuck off, big- nah, hell no, get the fuck out of here, bear that burger. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm sorry. I didn't know I was an invited. But, My bad. So, Thanks you're for right the story, 94. Mama Ross. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was fantastic. Thanks, Powerful Jack, for having your mom call in and sharing her bear story where she verbally assaulted a bear and made it leave.
5: <laughs> Get out of here, you fat piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> what up, you fat piece of shit? Get off my property. <laughs> yep. that,
4: if that If all that fails, just hit it with a car while you're talking about smoking a bong. Make Scott laugh.
5: Get home and smoke the biggest <laughs>
2: drawer. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, let's see what else.
4: Hey he Scott, do you know that there's an animated GIF that grows forever of just that bear of the part where it's spinning down the road, where it looks yeah. like it's, or it looks like it's spinning through the galaxy like warp space,
5: like Star Trek. Oh, and just, dude, <laughs> find <And> that. Stars. <laughs> so yeah. Shooting stars. Yeah, shooting stars. Yeah, and it's just Michael. It, find that now. <laughs> It's
4: it, literally it, just it the down bear. Down. It's just yeah, the I bear did. spinning through like warp space from Star Trek forever, <laughs> <play>. <laughs> as it's going down the road. Uh, Derek, just look up.
2: Now. Look up. Uh, yeah. Spin. Probably. Probably meat spin. will probably get you there. Okay.
1: Uh, <laughs> see. Full, beat, full beat Three times. Uh, that's that's not shit. it at all. <laughs> that's not. Oh, that's not it at all. Oh my god.
2: It's so fast. Anyway, they the just next keep going now. Hi, hey, it's Jack again. Uh, that was definitely my
7: mom. I uh, was playing her um, stories from y'all's uh, episodes because I thought they were funny, and I played her the call where I left a uh, playpen in your room at a defticon, and she thought that was funny. And she's like, "Well, you we should tell tell them one of my bear stories," and I'm like, "Well, you should do that, mom, because it's your story." And then we have uh, my mom cussing on um, on TV for uh, millions upon millions upon millions of people to hear. So for
2: yeah. good times. Y'all have a wonderful day. Goodbye. Jack, just let your mom know that we're offended and probably gonna get taken off of air because of her <laughs> potty mouth. <laughs> <laughs> <And> <laughs> oh, dude. I love like I love how the the whole like I am so like I had a healthy what I would like a healthy fear of bears like that. I knew I'd never run into one, but I knew that like, if I saw one, I should avoid one. But like ever since we've gotten into all this bear talk, my fear of black bears has gone from like, it's like at the same level as like what I fear, like a, I don't know, and a non-venomous snake. Like yeah, they're icky, but I'll I'll probably be all right. So like, it's like
4: a shady dog. It's like a shady dog in the neighborhood that's not on a leash. That you're like, I don't know about this dog,
5: but (laughs) you know, dog around. (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna
2: finish my burger. I'm gonna keep eating. Like I'm not gonna, (laughs) I'm not gonna change my path for it. I'll scream at it and (laughs) probably kick it. So, but anyway, every time I talk shit about an animal, Scott like reminds me that that animal will probably kill me.
5: One day, one day, man, they're gonna, your luck's gonna run out. <laughs>
2: uh, okay, what else do we got here? Bam.
0: Hey guys, um, I know Jake didn't shit his pants because that wasn't something that was actually discussed. But did Jake also not happen to lose a uh, man pond at a Decepticon year before last? Just, just out of curiosity. I mean, he probably didn't do it. because He probably didn't shit
2: his man. But curiosity has to ask the question. Uh, no, that was actually another person. But you're, you're right. Somebody, a man pawn was lost at an Adepticon one year, and I'm pretty sure it was in the elevator of the, uh, of the, Adepticon Hotel. The old Renaissance Schomburg. The old Renaissance Schomburg. A rogue man pawn did get lost. That did happen. That's a true story. But if you don't know who that story or who that was, I I don't feel like I could tell it anyway. Let's go on the next one. Oh, by the way, a man pond is a, it's a, it's a wad of toilet paper for for your butt. Yeah. To soak up all your swamp ass.
3: Yep. You got a game in two minutes and
2: uh... (laughs) you ain't got time to, to fully invest in a shower you just go ahead and soak it all up anyway here's the next one guys
7: I've got an industrial accident story for you however I'm going to keep my my name anonymous as it happened fairly recently Um, basically one of the key elements of working in a manufacturing facility is always wearing hand protection something like 17 million dollars worth of annual um, money goes into dealing with hand accidents and something like that so anyway, I work for a facility that's got kind of a, a, a giant stamping uh, die cut press. Um, apparently it weighs like something like 800 pounds. Um, it's never hooked up to a pulley or lever, so when they need to clean this thing, they get about 10 guys to come in and pick this thing up. And so you can imagine you've got 10 guys around this giant rectangle of metal, and they all have to lift it up, and then it's got some kind of support, and they clean underneath it real quick, and they put it back down. Well... One of our fellas, uh, he didn't quite get his hands um, out of the way in time, and so he got all 800 uh, pounds of this uh, machine coming right down on top of his hands. So, uh, yeah, watch your hands, folks. Have a great day.
2: Bye. God damn, if only he was wearing gloves. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
4: (laughs) Yeah, they make us wear, did I say about the FR shit at work?
2: No, please do,
4: though. The new, the new all gas facility to make you wear full FR clothes and if they call contractors in um, they have to wear and they don't have them. They issue them these fucking coveralls like head to toe fucking full blown like Jason uh, from the night the Friday the 13th movie like coveralls but they're FR so they're like thick and fucking scratchy. So I go in to use the restroom down here and there's this Hispanic dude his name's Angelo. I'm after I didn't know it originally. I didn't know who he was. And he, he's in the bathroom, and he's got these coveralls off, and he's putting them on, and they're like soaked through with sweat. And I go, man, they pr- look pretty fucking hot on a day like this. The heat index is 110 outside. That's and funny. he's like, oh, homie, you have no idea. And I'm like, why are they making you wear that shit? I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, we're just planting flowers out oh, here shit. in the fucking... <laughs> yeah, they were landscaping. They were planting flowers in a, in the fucking... Uh, Little uh, bullshit things that separate the parking lot, the little islands in the parking lot, and they had to wear full fucking FR coveralls because we're on this gas facility. And I'm like, I'm thinking if you're in it, like on this gas facility that has like a gas main that's three foot in fucking diameter, if that goes up it, to such a degree that the fireball hits you in the parking lot, pretty sure fucking FR clothing is not saving you. So why fucking bother <laughs> with it? And I I find it hilarious that that is considered more of a safety hazard to the point that they make you wear FR than sticking Mm. someone in coveralls in the hot-ass sun in the middle of a parking lot when it's 115 out and you can just die of heat stroke. Like, that... So, explosion in the middle of the parking lot, like, bursting into flames spontaneously where you have to wear FR clothes, planting flowers in a parking lot, is somehow higher... On the hazard scale than heat stroke when it's 115 now
2: it doesn't make sense dude there's nothing that makes sense these days nothing yeah
4: so we were laughing like we we think that the only reason they make you wear out of our clothes is not to save you it's just so like a smidgen of you survives where they can <laughs> scrape dna out of it to tell who you are
2: yeah that's fair that's how that works
3: like the uh seat belts on an airplane
2: Dude, we had a – uh, I saw a workplace potential hazard that happened the other day. This hole showed up in the ground, right, a little three-foot hole. And all these people saw the hole, and they were, like, going to go take pictures of it on this pad site. And so they're sending pictures and taking pictures next to the big old hole because they can't see how, like, deep the hole is. And the next day when they came back – the hole had become this like fourteen foot wide like <laughs> gap in the ground, and it was twenty three feet deep, <laughs> oh and like right where all those dudes were standing, it was just a big old sinkhole. And they were like, "Dude, so I was so just they got almost got there.
4: sucked down into the earth like a Corvette." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they were
2: all taking pictures next to it. It's like, dude, I was taking pictures next to that thing. It's like, dude, I don't know where the fuck you were that close to a mysterious hole in the ground. <laughs> I couldn't see how low it goes. We pulled out our iPhone cameras and we were looking, trying to get the the light to shine in, but we couldn't see the bottom. Yeah. Haven't you of seen that mid-80s TV.
4: horror movie called The Gate? You don't fucking stare into holes in the ground, all right? They
2: take <laughs> you. They fucking take you. Uh, so that's what happened. So... Anyway, uh, last but not least, man, we got one more one more email. This actually comes from Shane. Uh, this is a shout-out for Betrayer Part 3 for 2018. Uh, it's a 3,000-point game located in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania at the Adventurer's Guild. Uh, remember, kids, we keep it fluffy so Custodes are only allowed as allies. Lord of War Cap is 650 points. <laughs> Come hard and leave satisfied. Betrayer satisfies everyone except for Custodes players. See the link below for details. Let me get the exact date for you guys. August 11th, Betrayer Part 3 at the Adventurers Guild. Now, one thing I will say about this Betrayer series, uh, I remember Betrayer Part 1. It looked huge. Betrayer Part 2 looked even bigger, and all the armies looked incredible. So I can only imagine what Betrayer Part 3 is going to look like. Uh, I already see that uh, 15 people are going with another 16 interested, so it could be a 30-plus person event already. Uh, So... Get in that dude. If you're in the uh if you're in the Harrisburg, Pennsylvania area or just in that area or driving distance of that, uh, go get to some betrayer on. It's a fucking cool event, uh, dude.
4: I've played games with all those guys uh at Adepticon and Nova. They're all fucking
2: awesome dudes, so they're all legit. Yeah. They'll have beautiful armies. And then you're not gonna have yep. to worry about getting your ass handed to you by castodes, even better. So I That's got weird. one. Oh. We had a local.
4: He was only he was in our game club for not very long, but he's a cool dude, and I like him. And he ended up having to move because he's going to school. So uh, our buddy, uh, Jesse Smallwood, he's moved to Joplin, <laughs> Mississippi area. And he said that if anybody in the Joplin, Mississippi area... I said Mississippi. Joplin, Missouri. Missouri. Let's just fucking... Yeah. Missouri. Joplin, Missouri area... Um, wants to play some games or get some 30K in. Uh, Jesse's a big-time Space Wolf player. He's got a fully painted army. He is a closer, and he's a cool dude to hang out with. And so uh, send us a message or email us or whatever, and I'll put you in contact with uh, Jesse so you guys can get some games in.
5: Little known fact, Joplin had one of the worst tornadoes in, like, recent memory that I can think of. That town got fucking wrecked by a giant tornado back in the day i don't know if the other countries have those like where a tornado takes out of town and kills 400 people like in five minutes uh no i mean not that i
2: know oklahoma oklahoma does
5: no i mean about it i mean countries like does that shit happen in australia or fucking i don't know sweden or anywhere like that not really well, what a tornado is, if you don't know, is the giant fucking cyclone of death that comes down from the sky and flattens your whole town in about, oh, 30 minutes or so, something like that. And when that hit Joplin, killed around a very, very short of time.
2: I believe um, uh, it was, uh, it was in the middle of the night fires. too, right? <laughs> What's that? Didn't it come in the middle of the night too, like it wasn't like a normal tornado yeah.
5: during the day? Right. F5. Like, it fucking leveled that fucking town, man. It's like it's like your town getting hit by an atomic bomb in the middle of the night. Like, it's fucking so insane. It's dangerous.
6: Yeah, People are always a...
5: telling us crazy shit that happens in their country. I didn't know if that was like the commonality in other places, but those things are fucking nuts. If you live in Oklahoma or Kansas, that's real, man. Your ass, your ass better be on fucking
2: what watching out what are you showing us Ryan that looked like uh, Super Saiyan
4: it's something in the podcast chat it was just making me laugh it must be a new Age of Sigmar model
2: <laughs> uh, other countries that experience frequent tornado occurrences include North Europe, Western Asia Bangladesh, Japan oh fuck dude Japan how? It's nothing but mountains.
5: I don't know, man.
2: New Zealand, China, South Africa, and Argentina. In fact, the United Kingdom has more tornadoes relative to its land area than any other country.
5: Fuck.
2: So I guess so, yeah, other people tornadoes. know what tornadoes are. But Could I get like the, the thing about that Joplin tornado was like, you know, like normally a tornado will like it'll form during the day because the heat rises, and like right. will cause that to happen. Like the Joplin tornado was such a freak tornado that it like it took people in their sleep, like it just happened
5: at night. And you cannot see it coming in the fucking dark, like it's not. It is dark. It's wind. Like you can't. And then all of a sudden, like, uh I bet. Oh, fly through there. Fly through there. What's happening? <laughs> this like, is not good.
2: Like people just good. heard crunching noises, and it sounded like just chaos outside, and then they were gone. It,
5: you wake up in Ohio and you're like, What the fuck? You're
2: like One one good thing about that whole Joplin scenario, that there, there was one video where this lady was like super sad and she was like, It just took everything. I have nothing. And you know, honestly, I'm like so I'm sad, but I'm mostly sad because it took my little dog and they're like talking about this dog, and as she's giving the interview, the dog like walks up to her and it's like it's alive. She's like, Oh my god! So and like she just like <laughs> picks the dog up and that dog just like dude, what the fuck happened?
1: I <laughs> had <laughs> <laughs> a drink last night. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> so yeah, everyone's always sending us
5: crazy videos of animal attacks and shits from foreign countries. If you've never seen a tornado, look up fucking Joplin, Missouri tornado, and that'll fucking show you some crazy ass American horror shit. So. Jesus Christ, man! Yeah, it'll take a shit apart through We miles. had one this week, is why I bring it up. It, it, I don't think it killed anybody, but it still fuck. Yeah, natural
2: disasters are no
5: fun for anybody. They will but. fuck your mouth until the night. That's like <laughs> straight up. Uh.
2: So anyway. Okay, so that's it for voicemails. That's all we got uh, for call wins and stories like that. I'm glad we got to cover those. Hopefully we get some more industrial accident stories from that bone dude because it's pretty wild. Uh, anyway, Ryan, we got questions? 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 Yeah, these are just a bunch of questions.
4: Uh, people have started sending questions instead of lists, which is pretty cool. Um, yes, it is. So I like these. It's something different. So the first one, we kind of touched on this the last episode when we talked about doing questions. It's from Connor, and Connor wants to know, currently, I was wondering which Primark would win if Magnus were to face Vulcan in a game. Magnus versus Vulcan fight, exclamation uh, point. Magnus.
5: <laughs> that was my answer.
4: <laughs> <Problem's> <laughs> um, we can kind of talk about it. So I mean, the best example of this is uh, Jake and Sean. They talked a bunch of shit leading up to Adepticon about having the big Primarch duel between Russ and Magnus in a game. And they literally played a game to try to... Like, they played a whole game, but they tried to set it up with, like, the big thematic thing where during the middle of the game, Russ and Magnus run into each other and they have the big fight. Um, Magnus simply, on the way in, Sean wanted to, you know, cast a spell to soften Russ up. Quote-unquote, soften him up. He cast Smite using Mine Wrath, uh, rolled some dice, it turned Whoa. into Strength D, and he rolled a six, and Russ got removed from the game, basically. He just took fucking Whoops. six plus a d6 wounds, with no saves, and fucking was murked. So, I mean, you have that, where he can just shoot, like, pretty much, you know, stay at range, because he gets to shoot Witch Fires at double the fucking distance, so he can shoot, like, 30-plus-inch... Fucking range D that doesn't need line of sight or any of that bullshit with his mind powers and just I mean I don't know how you're gonna. I love that, that
5: anyone entertains the idea that that is a fair and that if those are all created equal. It be that that outcome would be anything different than that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Real quick. So yeah, uh, I
4: mean, simply, simply, you would just take Magnus and just go full biomancy and. I mean, you you have to end up with two out of the three being Warp Speed, Iron Arm, or Endurance, and then you're automatically going to get Smite. Um, but no matter how you roll, you get two of the three that I just stated, and any two of those three uh, on Magnus make him better than any other Primark
2: in the game, in my opinion. Dig it. Uh, real quick, I was going to tell you guys, I totally fucking forgot about this. Uh, while we were playing, uh, while we were doing the 2v2 match at Warzone Houston, uh, my partner, well so the enemy team, my, my buddy Ryan Bridges was on the other team. He was playing a knight, and he had this knight out in the <laughs> open without, you know, obviously they can't take Armored Ceramite, and all of my, all of my inquisitors fully loaded with multi-meltas, were ready to murder this knight, right? And so I surround it, as you do, you make sure that it can't get any, uh, can't get any uh, shield up for it, the old and Pete. the old sneaky Pete. And so I tell my my teammate, I say, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and use my Inquisitors. I'm gonna go ahead and kill this knight. And my teammate goes, no nah, man, I'll handle it. Gilliman will one piece that knight. And I look at him and I said, what? He goes, yeah man, I got it. Gilliman will take care of that knight. And so he moves his Gilliman as close as he can to to the knight. And I was like, okay. All right. All right. And so I position all my inquisitors to not only have the arc of the, like, in my arc, I have not only the knight, but I also have a contemptor. So I can just, like, wipe the contemptor. And I was like, oh, just kill this contemptor instead of handling the knight. And when the shooting phase co- came, I said, hey, man, are you sure you don't want me to shoot at that knight? He goes, no, nah, man, go ahead and get rid of that contemptor. That way, you know, we can, we, you know, we don't have to worry about it, blah, blah, blah. So Okay. So I ice the contemptor. Assault face comes, he rolls two dice, charges into the knight, and he obviously has to use his uh his power fist because Which is know, unwieldy. Which is unwieldy. <laughs> and the knight rolls his on his D chart and kills Gilliman in one swoop. Like he just rolls a six, rolled it on a six, and just immediately just night no, you Gilliman's dead. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Gilliman. <Yeah. laughs> Yeah. My, my turn now? Yeah, so that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly how that went down. It was like, oh, there that goes. I wasn't gonna not let my opponent get to see how that happened. I wanted him to learn full effect instead of just taking the uh, I well, don't actually I don't
4: know if I could have let my teammate did it, I would have turned in from Wayne from Letter and
3: been hard no and just
4: shot it with multi milk.
3: <laughs>
5: hold on there, big shoots. Yeah, hold on there, big shoots. It's take
3: about twenty five percent off the top there, squirrely dan. <laughs> You're gonna pump the brakes
2: on. We're gonna on pump my the Gilliman brakes and... on that
4: so hard. We're gonna put that right through the fucking windshield.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting there so fucking confident. Like, okay, you, uh, you'll learn. You'll see what's gonna happen to Gilliman. <laughs> it's gonna suck. But I even gave him the out. I was like, <laughs> I'm, I got a lined up. Their multi multers are charged. Yeah, go ahead and kill that Contemptor. Okay, right, the I'll, contemptor. Get the, I'll get I my mean, next turn then. I mean, I did. not figure it that's out. exactly what I <laughs> <laughs> Like, legit next turn, I was like, okay, I'll kill the knight now. <laughs>
3: All right, let's move on, boys. <laughs> oh, man. That's a nice prime mark you got there.
2: Fuck,
1: figure it, figure it out. 200 points of a Just figure it
2: out. Oh, yeah. I, f- I completely fucking <laughs> forgot about that. Uh. Anyway, so yeah, Magnus beat the shit out of, uh, out of Vulcan. He's got D powers. Yeah. And even if he didn't, he'd just
4: still buff himself to unheard of levels and with biomancy and just smack him around. Um Okay, so the next question is from Graydon. He says, Ryan, I wanted to ask you what a traitor dark angel force would look like in a list. What is thematic or fluffy specifically for traitor dark angels? Uh, yeah. Are there any novels that you would recommend, or could give me insight on how to build a traitor dark angel list? Um, yeah, they're traitors. So just yeah, any dark angel book, just any dark angel dark army, dark army and any novel involving dark angels. If you
5: read anything about them? Their prime arc or any any paint scheme involving <laughs> dark angels? You've got you've done it. You're Congratulations. good. Congratulations. Next question. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <Moving> so on. <laughs> the ones
4: that turned traitor were. It's kind of hard because they sent. If there, there's a short story about, um. Terran Dark Angels going to Caliban, and they're also like treacherous dick faces that are doing the double, triple, double cross. They're like, you know what I mean? Have you read oh, that short story?
5: Jesus. Sons yep. of bitches, man. <laughs> okay.
4: Um. So anyway, but most of them that turned traitor were from Caliban, and the Caliban ones had more green on their armor, so they were black and. They were Because Dark Angels and Heresy are black, but the ones from Caliban had green mixed in. So paint scheme-wise, you'd want to put a lot of green on your guys to represent, you know, from Caliban or whatever. Um, as far as units go, I mean, there's nothing... You can't really... Because they don't have special units out yet. And even, and so when they come out with special units, maybe they'll have some special characters that... Um, are trader only? You know how they have like loyalists and trader characters. So so far, what's kind of wild, if you think about it, the legions that have multiple characters and some of them are traitor, some are loyalists, are all trader legions. They don't have a quote unquote loyalist legion yet that has a few characters that can go the trader way. I think Dark Angels would be a good one to do that with. Yeah, I don't know if they will.
5: Oh, um, I think so. The, they had um. Oh fuck! What's his name? I think it starts with an R or something. He's in uh, "Angels of Caliban," the book, and Ramiel. uh, No, maybe I don't know. The dude Zahariel, turned out to be a traitor. Yeah, yeah. and so yeah. But anyway,
4: all those pretty much all those Dark (laughs) Angels books, like literally all the thirty k books of Dark Angels. There's some. Uh, backstabbing dickery of some sort in there Um, involving the Dark Angels. But God. there's that one short story that's specifically about the Terran ones. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. I guess I should have done research before and figured it out. Figure it out. Maybe we can link it in the show notes or something. I'll find it because I know I've read it. But uh, it's about these Terran Dark Angels that go to Caliban. And then the Caliban guys are like planning an overthrow because Luther's running shit. And then the Terran guy, you think he's trying to stop it, but he's really not. And then he's got some other side scheme going on. And then he could stop Luther, but he doesn't. And then he takes Luther's side, but then in his head, he's like, because you're getting it from his perspective, he's talking about after Luther betrays the lion, he'll betray Luther and then run, run shit. So he's like double, triple, whatever, crossing. Everyone, So it just kind of goes to show that they're pretty shady, to be honest. At least everything in the fluff leads them to be that way.
1: Mm.
4: But for the traitor ones, man, I, you could run a Rite of War that's specifically only traitor, like uh, Sacrificial Offering, or there's the two that's like one's Loyalist only and one's traitor only that's in Book 6. I can't remember the name of uh, them, but they give you like... Yeah, that one. So you could do that right of War as well, to represent it. Um, but as far as, like, specific units, you could maybe do some phosphex shit. I mean, that's kind of seems somewhat dark. I mean, and the Dark Angels have a lot of that anyway. So, like, the acid rounds on some bikes, some phosphex, some, like, Dreadwing shit, but, like, evil Dreadwing stuff. <laughs> maybe. Like, he I don't know. <laughs> I mean, because they don't really have their special units or special characters yet, it's hard to say. So the best way to represent it would be to take one of those rights of war that are traitor only, but that a loyal that quote unquote loyalist legion can
5: take. Did you mention that like orphans of betrayal thing? Or the there's like the opposite of that you can take for yeah. like yep, yeah. Yeah I'll, cast yeah.
3: yeah, I'll cast on. Yeah, orphans
5: of
3: betrayal is the uh, loyalist of a otherwise traitor legion.
5: Yeah.
3: So, yeah, there's that.
2: That works out. It's not really. Well, here's the Dark Angel e bundle.
4: I'm looking it up on Black Library. Maybe it'll have it in here. By the Lion's Command. Savage Weapons. The Lion.
3: I don't remember what those Rite of Wars did, but I remember they're not necessarily being impressive. <laughs> I think it's you like uh either like preferred enemy. No, or it's like preferred
5: thing. yeah. Preferred enemy against you know members Loyalist. of your league for some sort. Anyway. So
2: super cool. So there's that. Uh no let's see what he said.
4: So, Mike, or Micah, sorry, he wants to know. uh, I thought more about the list and the amount of things paint and build. He says, The butcher's nails are still burning in my head, and I'm trying to start build something. Uh, Is the safe thing to build for world eaters 20 inductee slash tactical marines? Like, do you think you'll use that? I would agree with that. But wouldn't you, Scott,
5: that's a safe thing? Yeah, I would. I mean, I'd, you know. If you're just talking about building guys with bolt pistols and chain axes, yeah, I don't know that I would play them as in duck die specifically, but yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. safe bet. Um, and then he says, um, even though I don't usually use special characters, I'm thinking about using Karner and Angron. In my opinion, both of those characters are wit- written really well, um, and for me, they're surprisingly deep and interesting. Um, then he says, so can you give me any tips for making a World Eater army? Contemptors are my favorite unit in Heresy. Um,
5: See that and, cat's butthole especially well <laughs> just a second ago. <laughs>
4: um, and then he's got a story about a crane story in Finland. I'll set this aside so Michael can read it. But uh, he's basically asking if you got any tips for building a world leader army.
5: Well, we fortunately we just did that episode, but yep. one very key thing got invalidated by that FAQ, which was a narthiseum applying to angron, and it is of you know our our belief that that's any nardosium, like that's the intent of that rule. I mean, regular aspects. So here's the
4: thing: think. rules as written, the space wolf. Uh, Whatever it is, goat jizz and a bag that you rub yeah. on your chest. Fucking chicken bones. A <laughs> like
5: thirty-pound bag of hamster bones. They work. And
4: the the one that Sirlac has rules is written; those work. But I mean, do you really honestly think that's the intent when the no. FAQ flat no. comes out and they did it? Like, I mean, that's to me, it's obviously an oversight that that's what they were shooting for. Right. That being said, if I went somewhere to play a game. And my opponent was like, "Nah, rules is written this." I'd be like, okay. "Whatever, bro." I wouldn't argue with them. I just roll
2: on. But right. and me myself,
4: difference. as a man, me myself, I would not play it that way anymore. I mean, even you, if you, even if I, I don't play either of those armies, but if I did, <laughs> Dalton, I just bud. I wouldn't play it that. Way. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't play it that way simply because I mean it's pretty clear what they have intended yes. going off the FAQ.
5: Very true. And lie, but At the end of the day, I wouldn't worry about it too much because you can still put and the key is what we're trying to get at is he's not very survivable on his own. Okay. It's important to understand that he's very bad armor save. His vulnerable saves okay and he comes with no feel no pain. If you put him in a big unit of tactical guys who have a very good feel-no pain, they're a good delivery mechanism for him to get him into combat, he'll also make them fearless, you know, so that's good, so if if you're locked into building 20 guys with Bolt Pistol Chain Axe and you throw either one of those characters be it Karn or Angron they're both solid bets, Karn has a cool function where he lets you re-roll to see who goes first and lets you, I think he gives you plus one to seize the initiative, Is this built in Warlord trait, that's really good I would try not to play them both in the same list because if Angron's not on the table, Karn gets the better of the two weapon choices that he has, and you—he's kind of pointless without that fucking armor bane. Yep,
4: we talked yeah. about that in the
5: yeah so show we did. Check that episode out. Um, just know that that addendum should apply to that episode. I still I I play my list the same exact way. I just I just run that list. Angron is in a unit of fucking eighteen ablative wounds with. Up filling up pain, it's still pretty goddamn good, and he is an absolute. He's weapon skill nine, like an initiative seven, close combat with a lot of attack, and so he's still gonna fucking hurt just about anyone he fights.
2: Giggity, powerful world advice from powerful Scott. But yeah, if you want to go right. listen to that last episode with the world eaters, there was uh, a lot of good information on there to get started. But you can't go wrong with twenty dudes. I mean, that's just that's the truth.
5: That's yep. Give them two pistols. There you go. Yeah, it's a it's an army that its strength is its infantry. So, you know, if if you like painting infantry, that's it's your jam.
2: <clears throat> What's next up, Ryan?
4: Okay, so after we started reading this and did some careful editing, we found out that after we started reading it, that this person wanted to keep this a secret. So the way we're going to do this is not name who they are and not give any background details and just read the question itself. So they're wanting to do Night Lords um, as a Legion, and they're trying to do this like as a secret project. So he says, uh, it would be fun to paint Night Lords. Not many people in my area have them. Uh, Why not go from one fucked up Legion to another? And I really like Kurz's model. I re-listened to the Lord episode that you guys did, and that got me even more jazzed. I was curious if you could help me figure out what vehicles to grab that would go uh, with Lords and their way of warfare. Uh, I currently own a Lightning, and I'm doing... Uh, let's see. Blah, blah, blah. I don't want to read that out because people could maybe guess who it is. So he's thinking about grabbing 20 to 40 Assault Marines in a calf box, but from there... Uh, I'm lost to any shopping list um, and what to add. Because when I do order from Forge World, I will be sure to add RFI made me bust in the comments. Um, can't wait for Heresy Camp and finally getting to meet you folks uh, that are in the Crusader host. So, um, so Night Lords. I think Night Lords, as far as vehicles go, obviously rhinos. Everybody's gonna have rhinos. Yeah. If you're wanting to do another tank, I think Sakarans because they're fast. Like they're, they are a little bit more up armored, but because they're a fast tank, I think they feel they kind of fit with what the Night Lord's doctrine are mm-hmm. or doctrine is. Um, and then, as far as beyond that, I feel like land Javelin. speeders, javelins, um, flyers, any type of flyer, uh, dread claws. I really think dread claws work well for them. Um, and then dreadnoughts. I would try to steer clear. I mean, you can, like, everybody had everything. But I think theme-wise, if you're wanting to build a whole army, you kind of want to avoid, like, Land Raiders, Spartans, uh, Vindicators. Like, shit like that just doesn't feel very Night Lord. I mean, even though they did have them, like, if you want to put one or whatever in a list. I mean, even if you want to do a whole army uh, with them, it is what it is. I mean, it's not a big deal. I wouldn't, like, throw a fit about it. But if you're actually wanting to stick really on theme of what Dark Angels would seem to like, I would stick to, like, all fast vehicles, skimmers, flyers. Yeah, what I say,
2: dark,
4: dark angels. Oh, dark angels. Yeah, we were just talking about them. Uh, Fast moving yeah. trade legions, You know. Yeah. So, that's pretty much. What do you guys think?
2: You agree? Disagree? Yep. No. I to agree. Add. I agree with everything you said, and I'm gonna suggest something that probably doesn't go in line with what you just said, but it's something that I played against this past weekend that worked out pretty well, but or a few weekends back. Uh, a Night Lord Knight, like an indentured knight, and that new company, oh, what are they called? Something Wargame Mods or something like that just released that, like, full Night Lord conversion kit for an Imperial Knight, and it looks fucking sick.
4: And I don't it's, think that's that bad because it's not really them, it's an allied thing, and that is kind yeah. of a terror weapon if you think about it. So, And knights yeah, kind
5: of take on the personality of, you know, someone if they've been fighting with them for forever.
2: Right. Well, they just released that entire like armor panel kit for a night lord's night and it looks incredible. You saw that Derek?
3: I actually did not. I'm see if I can find it. Oh my god. Yeah, it's beautiful.
2: I'll find it. I'll I'll make sure I link it in the show notes and get it to the person that needs to hear this right now. But it's insane. It's beautiful. So and it worked out really well. It was a good balance. Like it was definitely something that I had to worry about. Coming and beating me, and at the same time I had Night Lords in my face, turn one. So, anywho. All
4: right, so I think this is the last question, and then all we have is list. But I'm going through the stack real quick just to make sure. Yep, and then we got a few stories mixed in with all this stuff. So the last question is from DJ, and he says. I come to you once again in need of advice. I'm building a Forge World uh, Cycloth Wraith list. It's the one from Book 4. It's that army with uh, Dracovic. Like that nighthouse. It's like one of the first trader nighthouses that they mentioned in the Maccabius? like 30s. No, it's C-Y-C-L-O-T-H-R-A-T-H-E. Yeah, exactly yeah. what I said.
5: <laughs> Clothabundus
4: yeah right <laughs> so it's it's that forge world uh list centered around Arkmagos Drakovic, dracovic uh in the last year in order to have a traitor and loyalist list i have close to 2k points in mechanicum uh but the point of the list that i think that character interactions with knights for the fluff surrounding that forge world is awesome uh due to the u.s government's decision to send me to the middle east i will have no funds to do so um with the hope of bringing this to Heresy Camp, if my schedule lines up. The downside, I know that the uh, that the character in that type of list is OP. Uh, what would be the best way to assemble a fluffy list? Uh, Drakovic in the list at 2,500, or be a Pophyron uh, at 3K. Uh, normally, I would pay the tax with picks, but seeing as I can't. P- paint or model currently. Here's some older pics of my Dark Mechanicum and a picture of me at my current home. Location undisclosed, so don't share it. That's fine. Uh, I know you guys are cool, but please don't put it on the internet. We will not. Um, But your models are fucking awesome. I've seen them, and they are cool.
5: Uh, I'm part of ISIS, so I'm on my way. Yeah.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So here's the thing. Like, I get what you're trying to do, and I know the type of dude you are, and I know uh, that you're not doing it to be a dick, so I wouldn't worry too much about it, because I know you're going to be fun to play with or whatever. Um, Night lists are just kind of one of those paper rock scissors things. They're harsh. A lot of people don't know how to deal with them. I will say, I'm just not... I think the Pafiron is pretty fucking OP as a model for its points. Um, at three thousand, I don't think it's as bad, but it's still really fucking hard to deal with. Yeah,
5: man. Uh, I played against, I played Nightless, man, and like they look great, they're beautiful. Like, and it's it's no knock against you. I'm sure you're awesome, but it is not the most. No matter who the fuck you are, it would not matter who is across from the table from you. It is a, not the most fun experience playing against all night arm it's just fucking not man i mean yeah i don't know what to say so but. what i
4: would maybe do is do mostly mechanicum and then just sneak in like two or three nights like as an allied detachment yeah, take like your hq and then one or two troop nights um i think that's the best way to do it um i mean but if you wanted to do a full night house and then add in Drakovic and some castle Ax, like because that's how he works in the army I mean, it is what it is. I mean, if as long as you're doing it for the story purposes and you're not out just to, like, kick dicks off and run the most powerful shit, which I know you're not, um, then it, it should be fine. And if, you know, just be, you know how to be a cool dude. Just be like, hey, this is what I brought. This is the fluff behind it. Um, most events, especially because you're bringing this to Heresy Camp, nobody's going to have an issue with it there because I'm pretty sure, like, most of the events are pretty, like, kind of bring what you want. Type of thing, and like all the pickup games, you'll be like, This is the army I want to play, and people will be able to build a list accordingly to like make it a good game and not just like a one sided,
5: like not play it if they don't want to, you know? Right,
4: right. So, it's that's the nice thing about 30k is a lot of events because it's either uh, the warlord selects the matchups, or like any event that I like to run anymore is just bring as many lists as you want, type of thing, or whatever and I'm never going to make somebody play a game that they don't want to play, and I think that's how it should be, especially when it's not like a Swiss pairing, competitive, uh, only winning matters type of ordeal. So I don't think it's a big deal, honestly.
2: Yeah. As long as I you're not so going be- out of
4: your way to be a dick.
2: You'd be good to go. I'm pretty sure if it's anybody in our Crusader House, they're going to be fine.
4: And the the fact that he's he's owning up to it. He's writing an email worried about it, so he's obviously thought about it. It's not like
5: better safe than sorry. Try to fucking squeeze in some mechanical shit with it, but you know, I don't know.
4: Yeah, and don't just take like the harshest shit. Like take some skill axe or like some you know what I mean? Like don't just be like, oh, here's nothing but fucking Vultrax and some Castlax and some fucking dude. The, nice. A like, bunch of Haywire oh, guys and a fucking tunneling pod thing. Which is what I love
5: the most. Like, oh, yeah. of course
4: they are. yeah, No
5: fucking shit, stupid. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I just like Haywire dudes and Termites for the models. <laughs> of course,
5: man. <laughs> right. Yeah. <okay.
2: laughs> oh, by the way, uh, following up on the previous email, it's Legio Models that makes the Night Lords night it's called the children of the night upgrade kit from legio models
3: it's a little late stage but still pretty dope yeah
2: you got to shave off some uh some chaos icons but other than that it's pretty dope
4: awesome so we just got some a few stories and a few lists of scott wants to go
5: yep i'll see you guys later y'all have a nice evening
2: thank you scott bye scott some stories you say
4: yeah did you want to um, save these for next time since we've killed a bunch of shit and not make this episode real super long
2: yeah let's just go to the okay. List. so choose.
4: I'll just I'll read these people's names off just the ones that I'm spotting real quick just so they know that we did get their email so uh, Mike I got your story and I'll set it aside uh, Jimmy same thing I got a story here Oh, he had a question. Uh, he says, bum, 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 "Let me see. "I I I've answered all these online or yeah, in emails and shit, so So he says, uh, what are as a new new to Blood Angels player patiently awaiting for cool new units, uh, what was some strategies you should use, and uh, would it be a dickhead move if I buy an Anvilus to use as a Charybdis? Because the difference is 100 pounds, and I'm a broke college student. Um, Thanks again for taking the time to read this. We'll read your story uh, next week. Well, here's the thing. So, yes. Like, I wouldn't do that. I mean, I know it sucks because it's the extra money, but using a unit that's already its own individual unit to represent as a proxy another unit especially because they're two totally different size
2: units, um, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I wouldn't call you a dick, but I definitely, uh, you know. If it was like a pickup game, no problem. But if you're playing me in a tournament across from me, i think different about you. Well, it's not even a tournament, just like you mean an event. Like if you go to you
4: an, an event, event that you've paid for.
1: Yeah. yeah maybe, um, come on, bud.
4: Come on, bud. Yeah, figure it out. Figure it out. <laughs> uh, so we're quoting letter kenny by the way, uh, for people who don't know.
3: Um, oh, the few seasons are on Hulu. Check it out.
4: Yeah. So, uh, what is it? Relationships is my favorite episode. Just so people know. <laughs>
2: and just go ahead and skip uh, over fart book episode because that episode's horrible.
4: Yeah, I. D- that's weird. Anyway, we're having a weird conversation in the middle of this, but yeah, I agree. Like that's the worst episode that there is but uh relationships (laughs) is amazing um so yeah just just save your nickels and dimes i know it does suck it is expensive but that is a fucking cool ass model you'll be happy to actually get the model it's definitely worth the money when i bought my Charybdis at the time that i got my first one it was the most expensive model that i'd ever purchased because i think it's like uh it's like 140 pounds isn't it something like that it's super fucking expensive
2: I have never bought a cryptus so... God.
4: But it's... Yeah. It's fucking... It's such a good this. kit, man. You'll you'll definitely... You'll appreciate it when you do get it. Um, so what are some some units and strategies for Blood Angels? Obviously, Assault Marines are good, and their Rite of War's good. Um, I really 000. like... Yeah. See, it's... That's fucking high dollar. Uh... Jump Marines are good. Yeah, uh, anything fast that you can take in a squadron, I like, like Javelins, because it only takes up one unit as far you know, Legion of Stardust units, so that works out well. Um, I really like Suborbital Strike Wing with them. Uh, running, you know, Lightnings or Avengers or Xiphons or anything like that, I think is cool. I have a Blood Angel Fire Raptor, I love that. Uh, I think that... The new Stalker Vets, um, because they get scout if you can, because Blood Angels are already good in close combat, so if you put them in Rhinos, or better yet, take the Rite of War, where you get Land Raiders as dedicated, transports, Armored Spearhead, you can throw them Stalker Vets in there, and you give that Land Raider scout, so your Land Raider starts midfield, so you're only 12 inches away from the opponent. Um, and then you can move six get out six and you're literally standing on the front end of their deployment line with uh, ten dudes with melt bombs or whatever yeah and then they're also they're also still 40 attacks on the charge wounding on threes because they're blood angels so it's pretty damn good so what you could do is turn one you scout them out there to get them close and then turn one just kind of shoot and piddle around because you're not going to be able to assault turn one because you scouted. Um, but then on turn two, you can move six, get out six, and assault 2D6 way deep into the deployment zone uh, with a bunch of melt bomb wielding dudes with shitloads of attacks. And then you can give power weapons to a lot of the guys in that unit, um, which is really cool.
2: Hell yeah. It's a very powerful, powerful unit, and it's pretty uh, pretty brutal with Blood Angels. I mean, that's.
4: Yeah, any close combat thing, uh, any close combat legion with those new stalker vets, um, you'll be able to get really deep uh, turn two assaults with that scout. And the fact that vets get melted bombs cheap and you can put power weapons on every guy, it's going to be a good strategy to do that.
2: Giggity, giggity. So that answers that. Uh, And I gave him some more things. Three months. (laughs)
4: Yeah. Yeah. So...
1: Let's see. All right,
4: so we got questions,
3: questions.
4: All right, so what do you want to do? Do you want to do some lists or save some lists for next time? Since we did all these questions, what do you want to do? Let's do a couple lists, man. All right, so uh, Graydon who wrote in, he said, I had an interesting idea come up in my head the other day, and I wanted to ask what you guys thought of it. Uh, I thought of how one could build an Imperial army based on the order from Caliban. So I'm thinking of of a medieval aesthetic, obviously, but I really don't know what else uh, could go into the list besides nicely converted Luther as a force commander. So I wanted to ask, if you build a 2,500 point Imperial army based on the order, how would you do it How would you model your infantry and characters? So let me pull up what I did. So this is a tricky one because, like you said in the book, they're just dudes with like pistols and swords on horseback. It would be really nice if militia could take like rough riders, like used to be in 40k. You could really do a really cool themed army with that. But unfortunately, that doesn't currently. That's not currently a thing. Um. So. What I did, I feel like the only way to make it interesting is to kind of do when the Dark Angels first showed up and you had Marines still mixed in with the humans. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, like like, commanders and and stuff like that.
4: Yeah, well, you do an allied detachment of actual Dark Angels, and then you take a mil- militia as your primary, but that's really the only way you're going to get a variety of units because otherwise, like he said, you're just going to end up with a bunch of dudes with pistols and swords. Yeah. So, because this is what I ended up with, and we'll kind of discuss it and see what you guys think. So I got a Force Commander with Survivors of the Dark Age, which I think is fitting because it if you the Dark Angel books, they have rudimentary power armor. Um, so that makes sense with getting the plus one armor save and then they can buy the upgraded weapons for their pistols. Uh, and then I took feral warriors, which is the one that gives you the extra weapon skill, which makes sense for dark angels because their legion ability is plus one weapon skill with sword weapons. And then you can buy the extra attack with the blade and fury or whatever, which I think is pretty cool. I think that's really fitting. Um, and then I gave him a bolt pistol and a power weapon, which you could do uh, a sword, axe, whatever you wanted to do. And he's got an iron halo, carapace armor, melta bombs, digital lasers. And then I got a militia bodyguard, and they've taken blade and fury, which is the extra attack. And they all have close combat weapons and pistols. They all have carapace armor, and they're in a rhino with a penal mounted multi-melta. Um. Like I said, I wish they could have horses or whatever. You can't really run all these guys on foot. It's just not going to work. So I put them in rhinos because I figured you could represent it with like basic trucks or like planetary transports that when the Dark Angels first showed up, they gave them. Does that make sense? Yeah. You don't have to necessarily you have to, model like, them with rhinos.
2: Yeah, you just like. I mean, you could definitely even make them look like they're fresh off the line or something like that. Like, it's like, hey, look, we're not using these here learn something
4: right but they don't like i said you could model them as something use them as rhinos but use something else that looks like more like a local variant of a vehicle or something
2: beefed up torox i guess
4: something i don't know we'll talk about it so then for troops um i have 10 grenadiers they have advanced weapons and they just have pistols and swords um and they have blade and fury which is the extra attack, and they're in a rhino with penultimate multipelta. I have that unit three times. Um, then I have for the fourth unit a twelve-man grenadier squad. Um, they have uh, rifles with advanced weapons, and two of the guys have plasma guns, and they're in an Arvis lighter with a twin-link las cannon. There's a one of the short stories where that mining facility that's up north, like that chaos demon or whatever gets loose in the basement and Luther or Zariel and some other people get in a local flyer and fly up there. So I think an like they obviously have something, like some type of a transport to fly up there. It may be a right. Valkyrie or something in the story, I don't remember, but you could use an Arvis to represent that. So it is something that is in the Dark Angel novels. Um, and that unit that I just went over, I have that twice. So it's basically two units of 12 guys with rifles and plasma guns in Arvises. And then uh, three units of dudes with uh, pistols and swords in Rhinos. And then you have the command squad, a nine-man command squad in a Rhino with pistols and swords with the commander going in there with them. And then for fast attack, you have four Sentinels with LAS cannons, which would just be like little you know, scout transports or whatever. Uh, then your allied Dark Angel detachment to go with them would be a Praetor with Archie Attack Pistol, Paragon Blade, Melted Bombs, Digital Lasers, Iron Halo. Um, then for troops, you'd have 15 Assault Marines, three of them with Power Weapons. The entire squad would have Melted Bombs, a Sergeant would have Ur-Fister Armor and Power Weapon. And then for Elites, you'd have um, nine Veterans. Uh, two of them would have Power Weapons. The entire unit would have meltabombs. Bombs. The sergeant would have artificer armor and power weapon, and the praetor would go with these guys. And then for heavy support, you would have a land raider phobos with dozer blade and armored ceramite that the veterans and the praetor go in. So you'd probably make those guys weapon masters would make the most sense.
2: Yeah, and then you give them all swords like uh, a warblades war blades or whatever.
4: Well, you could give the guys with the power weapons I would give access to, and then the other guys just have chain swords. So the the axe guys would be weapon skill 5 and then all the chainsaw guys would be weapon skill 6 pretty sweet um so but he was kind of asking like pre dark angels show up I don't really feel like the militia list has enough units in it to represent that cuz you really need like rough riders to, and then you have the little recon guys as fast attack, but in the stories, they don't like have tanks or anything like that. It's basically just like knightly dudes on foot and knightly dudes on horseback. Okay. So I don't... I mean, that would be a pretty boring-ass army. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any way to incorporate beasts in there, but not really...
4: Without going Traitor, because if you go Traitor, you get Chaos Spawn. But the Order didn't have any of that. The other guys did. The the Knights of the Lupus, they had the the Chaos Spawn and shit.
2: Trying to think if there's even anything you could ally from the agents of the Emperor. That would make sense. No, not really. I mean, you could get some cool, like, Garo and shit like that, but those are pretty nightly.
4: I think, like I said, the only way to do it is to do it right after the Dark Angels show up. And you have Dark Angels there, but you still have a lot of the populace is still running around with the order-type stuff, and do a list, like a mixed list, like I did here, where they have a little bit of the war gear, but not full-on. And they're still, like, nightly dudes, but they have, like, some tanks and some... Like a little bit more war material, and then you can throw some dark angels in to give you some variety.
2: Yeah, that way you can still, like, if you ran like survivors of the dark age, just model them in different armor, which would technically be three plus armor. And then you can actually have like space marines and space marine armor that would just be the like that would they would represent space marines but wouldn't truly. So, what so the guys that are in the order have like
4: it looks like knight armor, like plate mail. But it func- it's, it's rudimentary power armor, is how I describe it. Like yep. it has a power generator, like Marine power armor, but it's like slightly crappier. So, what what models would fit that?
2: Mm, nothing in the Forge World Games Workshop range that I can think of. Um, I'm trying to think of third party companies that make something like that. Probably those Cromleck uh, power armored looking dudes they offer different square, like, power packs for them. And they have, like, those really weird helmets that, like, are They look more like Halo helmets than anything. I'm thinking... I you think... Use, like, um,
3: Skitari power
2: I packs. think
4: Anvil Industries and Puppets oh, yeah. War... I think Anvil Industries and Puppets War make a bunch of, like, bodies, torsos, and legs that look more Night armory.
2: Yeah, Puppets War for sure. Puppets War definitely has some some stuff like that. Who were you saying, Derek?
3: Oh, I was just saying some like the backpacks from Skittari. Yeah, that'd be tight. Like anybody who runs the Sekitari, I think those those upgrade kits come with separate backpacks, right?
4: I wonder if there's any because War Machine is sort of steampunk. I wonder if there's any like War Machine units that look like kind of future ninety, like those the blue. What is the blue War Machine faction that has the lightning K-Lor. in it? No, that's no, not those
2: that. are the oh, Russian Signar. dudes, Signar.
7: It's,
4: yeah, maybe, some, maybe there's some units with like swords and shit, but I don't know what the scale would be in that game, and I don't know what the aesthetic would look like mixed in. I'm just kind of spitballing.
2: Yeah, I'm looking at Anvil Industries right now, and their stuff looks real Space Marine, looks real Mark IV Space Marine. But they definitely okay. do have... Uh, oh, who's this? That's my work. That looks like a knight. Uh, yeah, just Anvil Industries, before they started doing all the... Before like Horace Heresy really took took a took a foothold and Forge World started making all the Mark Three armor. Yeah, this would work because yeah, these have like really rudimentary power packs and stuff like that.
4: Yeah, those look pretty cool. You could do something like that and then just not put helmeted heads on, put like just normal <clears throat> human heads. They're called Steam Lords.
2: Yeah, this would work out steam lords they actually look taller than space marines though unfortunately
4: there's so. got to be somebody that makes steampunk knights i would just google 28 millimeter steampunk knight there's got to be fucking somebody that makes a plastic kit or something of that
2: uh empire of the dead otd steam knight from Westwind. I used to use heads from Westwind Productions.
4: Does um, Mad Robot have anything?
2: Not that level. He doesn't really do power armor too much.
4: Then you got Victoria Lamb. Victoria Miniatures. She makes a lot of different guardsman type stuff.
2: Dude, you get some weird stuff when you type in Steampunk Knight 28mm. That Signar stuff... Does have the trencher infantry looks like it, but
3: let's see. I'm looking through Spellcrow right now, seeing what they've got. But I think all oh, that's going to look pretty much like Space Marines. Well, oh, they do have some scouts' torsos that whoa you could probably mix in. Those are tight, but
2: not those are totally Signar. They do not look like this for the right scale. Are too big, yeah, they're too fat. This dude looks legit. If there was only a miniature of him, he'd be perfect.
4: Um, Yeah. Something like that would be cool.
2: Anyway, but yeah, that's it. If I run across anything, I'll let you know. It's not exactly the... I think you could probably get some more Machine stuff that would look good, but I don't think the scale would match too well. Yeah,
3: some of the yeah, Space is from Spellcrow looks good. They're just they're gonna look like Space Marines.
4: Yeah. You're definitely gonna have to just do un unarmored heads. So just find some There's plenty of companies though that make heads that have just hoods, like a hooded head like a robed hooded head. And that's what I would use. I know for a fact Puppets War makes some of those. Um I'm sure Mad Robot makes something like that, doesn't he? Like cultist heads or hooded heads, something like that. Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're just knight's heads. Hooded knight's heads. It's, like, it sucks.
4: I mean, you would want to mix some in anyway, but, like, Sisters of Silence have, like, the the perfect armor for that, but it's all female, and that doesn't make sense for the fluff.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But, anyway. Yeah, we're all looking right now. We're trying to find you a Steam Knight, But Whoa, is this him? Did we find him? No. Medieval helmet for 28mm heroic sci-fi miniature. Wargaming bits with his Z. He's got a cool knight helmet. And he's got, like, steampunk armor. But he's, like, not cool. Yeah.
4: yeah. Yeah, you need more knight-looking armor.
2: Anyway, that's fine. What's the next question?
4: Uh, the next list came from uh, Matt. So we're going to stop swearing. Alright? So, no no, uh, no black garden in here, as my great-grandmother would say. Because uh, he's got a 12-year-old daughter that he's trying to help uh, get into 30K. Um, awesome. And... So we want this segment to uh, be something that a twelve-year-old could listen to.
2: So Holy he crap. says, "Hey,
4: buddy, how you?"
2: <laughs> the scions, the old scions, is are perfect. The technics. Nah, because
4: they, they have they have cloth in between, like it doesn't look like power armor. You don't? Do you think it does?
2: Yeah, I'm looking at a imperial, like a knight dude right now that like looks perfect because it's like such a big, curious. But anyway, sorry, go back back to neswaring okay
4: yeah so he says hey buddy how you doing i'm new to 30k uh well other than first edition fantasy um i'm new to warhammer in general uh i've been an avid reader and a lot of the uh, of the lot of the fiction though especially all the heresy novels novels and i love them my 11 year old daughter is massively into tactical gaming that's really cool um she likes x-wing uh plus tactical pc games I saw that there was a new edition in 40k and thinking she might be into it, I bought her into 8th Ed. She loved the idea of it and the whole lore and background. I started looking into beginner tips and paying guides for 40k and I discovered 30k. OMG, mind blown. So I immediately told her to shelf 40k and I just bought and downloaded the Red Book collection as a chance to play Heresy Universe is something I cannot pass up. You did not make a mistake. Um... I've been listening to your powerful podcast uh, Loads Your Back Catalog too, and was wondering if you could help us with a couple of lists. Uh, we're totes new to this. Uh, one would be a fluffy 1500 point Word Bear Centurion Force of the Kalth era and the other would be a fluffy 1500 point World Eater Force of Isvan 3. Each would be playable on their own but it would be nice to if I could combine them with a few additions slash swap outs to make a full functioning 3000 point Shadow Crusade force. Um as far as models go, each list would be created out of a Battle for Kalth box set. I'm going to buy each of us. Um we're willing to try some conversions though. Uh thanks for your thanks thanks in advance. Kind regards, Matt and Tilly. Uh so this is for Matt and Tilly. So I wrote them two lists just uh as they asked for that are both 1500 point Centurion list. Um uh, One is word bearers and one is world eaters. And I wrote them from the perspective of all you had to write both lists from was two calf boxes for the most part. And so that's what this is uh, based off of.
2: Giggity.
4: Matt. So this is the word bearer list. So it's a centurion in Terminator armor. He has burning lore. Um, and he's in Cataphracty with a Combi Bolter and Chain Fist, so this is just the model that comes in Calth, Calth Terminator. Um, you could do some conversion work to him to make him look more Word wordbearer, if you wanted a little more mean. Um, the second HQ choice, which you have to have as a Word bearer. it has to be either a Chaplain or a Centurion, um, is a Chaplain, um, which you're just going to use the Chaplain out of the Calth box. Uh, has burning lore, Curzius Arcanum axe, so you're going to convert the axe out of the maul. Um, artificer armor, bolt pistol, refractor field. So you're going to cut that plaza pistol off, throw it in the and put a bolt pistol on there. Um, then for troops, you have 10 tactical marines with uh, the additional chainsword. So they have bolt pistol, bolter, and chainsword. And uh, the sergeant has artificer armor and power fist. And you're going to have that exact unit twice. So two of that unit as troops. For elites, you'll have a Contemptor Mortis with dual carries assault cannons. So basically what you're going to do is take the... Because you're going to have two of the assault cannons because you've got two calf boxes. But you're going to take take it, cut the arm off, spin it around, which is a super easy conversion. You just cut it and turn it and glue it back on. And you you can make a mortis if you have two calf boxes. And then you'll have the two close combat arms to put on the other Dreadnought, which, when we get to the other list, will be in there. So you have a Contemptor Mortis with two Assault Cannons. Then for the second elite choice, you have five Cataphractic Terminators. Uh, all five have Combi-Bolters. The Sergeant has a Power Fist. Two of the normal guys have Power Fist. And two of the normal guys have Chain Fist. Um, all that stuff comes in the KALTH box, so you're good to go. Um, and then for the third elite choice, you have... 10 veterans uh, four of the 10 veterans have combi plasmas and then the sergeant also has a combi plasma so you have five combi plasmas which you have you should get six combi weapons in the calf box so you should be able to do that I think um I have four. well you, he's got two. Oh, okay he's got two calf boxes i think you get okay. th- three per box if I remember right, because you get one per tactical sprue, if I remember right. Could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Sounds right. Uh, and then for heavy support, you have a single uh, 10-man heavy support squad. All 10 guys have missile launchers. The sergeant has artificer armor and augury scanner. So you're only going to get six of these missile launchers between the two boxes. So you'll have to get on eBay and scour for four calf missile launchers or trade for somebody or whatever. It shouldn't be that big of a deal to find them, though. So that's a 1,500-point Centurion list. Um, I think it's pretty solid. You're going to have the three power-armored squads, the five Terminators, and then the, the fourth power-armored squad with the heavy weapons, and then the Mortis, and then the two characters. So should be pretty good. Then the World Eater list to oppose this one will be a Praetor... And he's going to take Right of War, Berserker Assault. And the Praetor is going to have Power Fist, Paragon Blade, Digital Lasers, Iron Halo, and Jump Pack. So what you're going to have to do is convert that Chaplain over to this Praetor. And then find a find some Jump Packs. Which I've already talked to Matt about this. Because I wanted to make the list different enough and not just have a bunch of tactical Marines. Um, so he said that he'd be able to find some Jump Packs. Uh. So for the second HQ, you have a Centurion in Terminator armor. It's Cataphracti with combi bolter chain fist. So once again, it's that Terminator model and Kalf. For troops, you have 15 Assault Marines. Two of the 15 have power weapons. Uh, the sergeant has artificer armor and power weapon. And the Praetor will go in this unit. And once again, you could just use the the Kalf models and just find jump backs for them. Uh, so the second Troop's Choice is 15 Tactical Marines. Uh, all 15 have Chain Axes. If you don't want to find all the Chain Axes to convert them, you can still run them with just Chain Swords, but they would be better with Chain Axes. Same thing with the Assault Marines, but it's budget. You know what I mean? You can do it to his heart's content or not, It's but it's free upgrade. So it's not going to change the points. But anyway, it's fif- 15 Tactical Marines that have... Uh, They've bought the additional weapon, so they're going to have Bolt Pistol, Bolter, and Chain Axe or Chainsword. And then the Sergeant has Artificer Armor and Power Fist. And then you have a third Troop's Choice, which is 10 Tactical, mar- 10 tactical Support Marines. Um, all 10 have Volkite Chargers, and all 10 have Close Combat Weapon as well, which will either be a Sword or an Axe. And the Sergeant has Artificer Armor and Power Fist, so i will have to buy a pack of Volkite Chargers, which isn't that big of a deal. Um, For Elites, he has five Cataphractic Terminators. Uh, The Sergeant has combi Bolter, Power Fist, and then the four normal guys all have combi Bolters. Two of them have single Lightning Claws, and two of them have Chain Fist. For the second Elite's choice, it's a Contemptor Dreadnought with dual close combat weapons and extra armor. So this is the same way. You're going to make it the same way as the other one. You just cut the arm right below the shoulder and spin it around using both Power Fists because the other one got both Assault Cannons. Um, and then the army also has two apothecaries with uh, one as a, a jump pack. So you'll just buy the one, two pack of apothecary from Forge World, which isn't that expensive. It's like 25 bucks or something like that. No big deal. You order that when you order your uh, Volkite chargers. So almost everything, you can basically build this with like, Probably two calf boxes and maybe a hundred dollars for bits and a few odds and ends forge world stuff.
3: Yeah, awesome.
2: You, uh, you pretty much laid it all out there and he everything but added it to the cart.
4: Yep. So I think he appreciated the list. Uh, like I said, I sent that off already, so that kind of goes through it. Um, I think those will be both uh, really good forces uh, for people, for somebody getting started, and I hope uh, Tilly really enjoys it. And I'm glad that they chose 30k. We can always use new people.
1: Oh yeah,
2: absolutely. I love it. I uh, I've been mashing up right now some scions on top of white lions of crease legs or. Is it? I don't know how to say. Oh, Shrace. the Trace? the old the old uh,
4: uh, fantasy white lion dudes from High Elves.
3: Yeah, yeah. I I'm think trying you... to get some good uh, good knights. Yeah, going. trying to
2: make some some good knights. I'm like trying to think of like the old Empire line of like where I can find some good knights, man. And it's just what sucks is like you have to like find this stuff again. That's the only problem. So. Oh yeah, all the you might
4: look at stuff. Mantic too, because Mantic both has fantasy stuff, and uh, and their stuff's pretty cheap. They have one fantasy army, I forget what it's called, but it was their one original army. Because they, when they made Kings of War, they essentially just took all the factions that were in old fantasy and made their own version of it. But they were obviously all like clones of Games Workshop stuff and then they made their one... I think they're called Basilians or something. They made their one unique faction, which are essentially uh, Stormcast Eternals, and then Games Workshop ripped them off and made Stormcast Eternals, which is pretty funny. Mm -hmm. That is funny.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah? Yeah! (laughs) Yeah. It looks too weird with that skirt thing, that chainmail skirt
3: some powerful legs though. Yeah, some powerful
2: legs. He's got powerful legs. I'm trying to figure something out. The idea of this uh this this uh imperial this Astra Militarum like
3: Yeah, man. Here's some of the Basilian minute arms.
2: That's exactly what I'm looking for. Basilian minute arms. Basilian. Yeah. So that was
4: that oh, was Mantix's
2: version. Yeah,
4: Mantix awesome. Yeah, that's, Mantic's version,
2: that's Mantic's
4: version. That's Mantix's version of a Stormcast Eternal army in a way. Like they're like celestials. They have like big angels and stuff in the army, and that was like their one original faction when Kings of War first came out.
1: Yeah,
3: thirty bucks for squad. Oh, one, two, three, four, five, fifteen.
2: Yeah, all you yeah need two, is two legs, bucks, dude. Their legs and put some scions on top of it. Good to go. Clears out that cloth. Gives you some steel legs. Makes them look like real knights because it gives you that gothic knight feel to them. I think we got you sorted, man. I think we got you sorted. People are going to steal that idea now. <laughs> anyway, rock and roll, guys. That's it for episode 111. You any other shout outs you want to say or want to throw anything else out there? I, sure the I know here.
4: I'm missing stuff. Michigan GT, that's coming up. Nova's, Nova's coming, up.
2: coming up. Everything's coming up. I can't believe the year is almost over, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, guys, if you like this podcast, uh, give us a rating on Apple iTunes or however you're listening to us. Go ahead and rate us. And if you really like us, you can go to our Facebook. Give us a like on there. We post a number of things on our Facebook as far as events and things like that. We'll share it. Uh, check the show notes if you're looking for anything that we discuss this show. I'm pretty good about updating the show notes nowadays. And, uh... That's gonna be it. Y'all have a good one, guys.
4: I told people we would do corrections on the FAQ. Do we care? I mean, people already know.
2: Well, they're already this far. Well, they're already this far. I mean, You're without right.
4: the that, yeah, we missed the Thousand Suns losing the three plus to cast. It's a four plus now. That's the big one. I think everything else that we missed was extremely minor.
2: Fixed. Fixed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing crazy. If anything, we can just go over it next episode. Because <laughs> it's already the end, and I feel like most people have already dropped off already at this point. Nah, I mean, I feel Not like you, though.
4: people who <laughs> listen to listen. us listen to other podcasts, and other podcasts have went over that. Plus, if you like, everybody was blowing up our Facebook, you miss this, you miss this, you miss this. I'm <laughs> like, well, if you already knew <laughs> everything enough to point out what we missed, then why are we even doing these shows?
2: <laughs> and that's this, then, then we stopped. <laughs> and then and then the email started rolling in. So anyway, we'll kick off to some music, guys. y'all have a good one. later, night
1: From the time he was he got from growing up were the will to fight and hatred. There was never anyone to love him. No one. That's why I wanted to save him. I thought I could. But I was wrong. He looked at me like, like he'd never known me. There was no recognition at all. Like I was so